Hello. Welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's Sean Bell. I'm joined by James Farley. Hello. And Matthew Murray. Hello. Uh, life has occurred once again. Dave couldn't make it tonight. Uh, I'm sure he's gutted, given that there's a load of feedback slagging him off tonight. Are we going to read that out? We probably shouldn't. It seems a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah, we, we probably shouldn't, here. given he's, he's not here. <laughs> Shame, because the, the listeners really went in on him. And so really did. Ruined him, you could say. Well, yeah. I have destroyed him. But we are going to start the show, as we always do, uh, by going through our Patreon producers for this month. They are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Happy Birthday, Sam and Neil, Gabsy, Rocketman76, Rex Reese, Happy New Year, Sam, Love from Neil, Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, Smooth Monkey, Happy Mother's Day, Sam, Love from Dr. Farley, Sexy Fan, Don Whiskerando, Friend of the Show, and Sam. They all went to patreon.com forward slash TCGS and they just smashed their wallet on the desk and just said, I don't give a fuck what happens, just take it. Yeah, of the <laughs> usual. people. Um, <laughs> you don't have to do that. Uh, you can just sign up at one of the lower tiers and get either a bonus podcast or a live video thing of some description. Have we settled on what we're doing now? I think we have, haven't we? I believe we, we have, yes. Which, which, which bit? The- <laughs> so <laughs> That's we're so, what, so the next four months, I assume, yeah, we're going to do a series of. So they're going to be, you know, um, streams of uh, us playing games together, but it's going to be a tournament. It is, which we are calling <laughs> Le TCGS Tournoir. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the idea is each of us picks one game, right? Yeah. So this, um, is, this is the only question I have because okay. we're gonna we're gonna start off this coming Sunday with Switch yeah. Sports. That's the thing, right? But nobody so, actually picked it, did they? Necessarily? Yeah. So <laughs> I was gonna say, if nobody wants it, I'll I'll, I'll have that as my pick. Um, okay. And then you guys can go for whatever happens the next. Well, I mean, because I mean that makes sense because you might actually be the best at it. I don't know I about like that. You, I feel like you've probably put the most time with you or Dave, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, definitely um, more than me. Yeah, definitely more than me. I I haven't been on it since See, it came out the so. other thing is is i'm, so I'm going to try and work out like a, a thing for how we're going to do it like how it's going right. to work because okay. some of the games are like two player aren't they and some of them are not so yeah. i'm just trying to figure out how am i going to assign points uh for each of these that's and true because how because there aren't many events where it's just every man for himself right there's a couple um yeah. so for example like if we do like chambara or whatever then that's yeah. like one-on-one you get that so what i'm thinking doing mm-hmm. is any any time that we're playing like on a team you get half a point if your team wins, mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. I, I feel, or two points for if you're on your own. I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know. Anyone who's listened to the Game of the Year shows knows that we're really good at coming up with fair <laughs> systems. <laughs> that really, you know, well, everything gets a fair shake, and there's no weird, you know, manipulation or anything going on. So it's going to be fine. I I want to create a tournament, Sean, which is yeah. as complicated as like the Nations League. Like where you have to look it up on Wikipedia to try and figure out like how it works, and then you're still confused. Like by the end of it, you know it's it's going to be great. I can't yeah, wait. I'm excited just to see all this stuff worked out by James. This is this is good. Like James is properly taking this and running with it. So well, yeah, because yeah, because when James said he was going to organise it, I was like, well, that's very good of you, but it's not going to be that complicated, is it? But apparently it is. So I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to see. I had to goes. choose the trophy, Sean. That was that was that's the first true. thing. You know, are we are we announcing what the trophy is? Because it's incredible. No, because even that's up in the air, isn't it? No, it's not. I up in thought, the air. I I'm thought we'd set- go for that. Yeah, I thought, oh, okay. yeah, I thought we'd settled on the bronze mouse. <laughs> brass mouse, wasn't it? Was it brass? Sorry, brass. Oh, yeah, yeah, what's yeah. it actually made of, James? Do you know? 
Uh, I think what it, I think it's faux brass. <laughs> it's, it's tin. It's the tin mouse. Because <laughs> <laughs> the trouble is, is they so they had. I looked up trophies, like video mm-hmm. game trophies, yeah. and so they had like all the different controllers and stuff, and they had like an Xbox controller and a PlayStation controller, mm-hmm. and I was just thinking this is going to be a problem because of the button well, placement yeah. and all that kind yep. of stuff. Dave's not going to want the PlayStation one. You know, I, I think the Xbox one. Yeah, you don't. You don't need. Why, why does it have to be that? Yeah. Yep. That's why I think we'll go with the mouse instead because um, yep. there's there's one of a mouse because uh, then nobody wins and no. it's an unfair compromise. Which yeah. <laughs> is the best kind of compromise. How much does it cost? Uh, I don't want to tell you um, because okay. you'll discourage me from buying it and I want to because I think it looks amazing. Oh no, is it quite a lot? No, no it's, not, it's not super expensive. It's fine. Don't worry about it. If you win it, James, are you just going to not bother? Just print out a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would prefer the cash equivalent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that starts this Sunday. If you're a £8.50 and mm. above Patreon supporter who watches our monthly video uh, thing, whether it's a talks over or uh, you know us playing games, that is this Sunday from 9. Uh, there'll be an email going out to Patreon supporters in the coming days to say how we can watch it live. But that is La TCGS Tournoir, which starts this week. The, the bonus show will also be out in, in the coming days as well. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, recording that tomorrow, right? We are recording that tomorrow, and it'll be out probably Good. Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, no, Thursday or, or Friday, no doubt. I was going to say, you don't want to give them too much on no, the Wednesday. No, I was going to say, yeah, I can possibly do it on a Wednesday. That'd be, that'd be unbelievable. Yep. TCGS Con tickets, we've got, we're down to, like, what, three? Three, the final three. I mean, if you haven't bought one now, I don't want you to show up, frankly. Um, I'll just leave it. I'm just yeah, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, just, You're taking the piss. let's save those three. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Pride merch. Is on sale. That's still on the, so on the website. All proceeds of our Pride uh, merch art goes to Mermaids. Um, so go over to tcgs.co slash store and there's a bunch of t-shirts, unisex sweaters, there's hoodies, there's tote bag, you name it, it's all over there. All proceeds of which go to Mermaids. And you can learn more about Mermaids by going to mermaidsuk.org.uk. I still need to I need to get something, but I can't decide between a t-shirt and a tote bag because it turns out I love a tote bag these days. Oh, yeah, tote bags are amazing. I mean, Love a tote I, bag, yeah. I feel like I should have done different, done something different with design because I kind of want to get everything and uh, <laughs> give, give it pricey. It's going to be a pricey month, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I suppose it, yeah, it's all for charity. I should just buy both, really, shouldn't I? But, yeah, um, and just maybe buy 10 of them, I don't know, if you really that, cared. All that. I did think, you know, <laughs> we're not actually doing this. So if don't People like, don't half listen to this and think, oh, that's amazing that they're doing that at the live show. We're not doing this. But obviously, we all know the story of Matt throwing a load of T-shirts out into the audience at EGX and getting none of them back. I did have a quick look to see how much a T-shirt cannon costs. <laughs> Turns out they don't actually give you the price. It's like you, can oh, only no, rent, like you can't that, okay. buy them. You can only rent them, um, as far <laughs> yeah. as I can tell. Um, <laughs> presumably because they're actually, I don't know, they're actually lethal at a certain range. Um and it, yeah, and they're all like, oh, and once you've got it, like you have to supply the gas for it yourself. We can't ship it with the gas, which makes sense. But I was just like, yeah, this has suddenly become way too much of a headache. Yeah, I thought um, about lots of things I can do regarding that. I'm like, am I going to spend £600 on T-shirts for a gag? Come to a live show and find out. No, no, no. It's I mean, it simple. The we, first. We, can, <laughs> we can still get the, the T-shirt launcher or whatever. You know, what, what's it called? How do you, t-shirt cannon. Well, t-shirt, t-shirt cannon. Gone. Okay, cannon we can thing. still get the t-shirt cannon. 
But instead of the t-shirts, why don't we just stuff it with noppers and then let it off? Oh my god! You can well, imagine them. Event. Event. <laughs> compromise the noppers in fl- when the impact shatter the noppers though. I don't think so because they're quite they're quite securely wrapped up. I mean, but it probably <laughs> yeah, would be I'm quite painful saying... if you got hit with them. God, imagine if you unwrapped it. You'd be like, you know, like, farmers put like rice in their shotguns. Mm. When they want to hurt you but not kill you. I mean, I didn't know about that, but well, I will yes, learn yeah, more. Yeah, the thing. I mean, surprise, it can it can kill you still. Rice can um, kill, okay. Rice can kill. Um, but can a nopper? <laughs> but yeah, yes, well, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking if, you, if you disrobed a nopper and put it in a t-shirt can, I think it would just disintegrate on leaving the tube, but just pff, a load of chocolatey biscuity dust. Imagine the mess. Like, all that just be pretty, nopper dust yeah. everywhere. They should do that as like a thing on Jackass, just point blank noppers to the gob. Sorry, Matt, have we got any feedback? <laughs> yeah, hang on, hang on, yeah, hang on. Want... Wait, hang on. Before, before Matt does his feedback, oh oh I've got some feedback for myself Whoa. Uh, for this. Oh. All right. Well, okay, what I want to understand is this. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I understand something. This whole meme thing with that fucking picture right <laughs> of me doing the thing right that yeah the thumbs up yeah. if this is becoming like a meme thing what i want to mm. know is matt why has it got your name on it <laughs> I, I don't know um so everyone in gifts has got like all of our names on it and um that that was just i don't know i think that just that's the default alt text because another one i looked I, I think it's the one of um you and the glasses it just says video game gif or something i don't know <laughs> So why does so it say Matt Murray? Is this like a... Are you grabbing my image rights or Copyright something? Right, Absolutely not. No, every one of our names is tagged with that gif. So I don't know why it's bringing mine. It probably just thinks, who's the biggest star? Put a name next to it. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, given the contents of the, the gif, it's not like... I mean, would you want your name on that, Matt? No, I mean, I want to find out how that's automatically generated <laughs> so I can remove it. Obviously, any image these days, which is great, you can like add an alt text on it. And I assume if you don't add alt text... That just is automatically brought in from somewhere. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it's, I think. I think that it's fine, James. I think just well, cause you know, I, yeah, because I've used um, yeah, like you know, Giphy or whatever before on Twitter, and it's yeah, automatically filled in the alt text, and I've ignored it, and then I've had people like replying, going like, "Oh, nice effort with the alt text there, mate," because it's just yeah, you know, it just says like gun or something or hat i can't remember <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. like a one word description that's absolutely useless and people think i've gone out like i've done that on purpose you just thought no, gun just... gif so no gun james gif. i didn't add that on purpose that's just automatically generated but why why you why is your I name don't, I, don't know. I mean with the best will in the world you don't look anything like me matt not at <laughs> no, all. i mean you got way more hair than i have yeah. i don't know that's just a, that's a twitter thing i've seen or maybe a giffy thing all, all i can tell you is everyone has gifts is up this tagged with every one of our names so I, I don't know what to say to you. But, but what I will say to everyone listening is here is that I've now since added uh, James struggling to put glasses on yes. on both Giphy and Tenor. So it's available on every one of your social networks right now. Amazing. Thanks, Matt. Um, Thanks. Can we just briefly talk about who has unwittingly shared that GIF of you giving the thumbs up as well? So <laughs> Ian Lee, God love him, has been using it. Over, some might say overusing it. James would say that. I wouldn't. No such thing. Um, and uh, he used it in, so uh, Ian was tweeting about being back on the radio, right? And he included the James gif. And then that tweet was quote tweeted by Dick and Dom. <laughs> which <laughs> is in, in the bungalow fame. Um, or more recently, Diddy TV, which is amazing. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just all there and a big, lovely tweet I mean, from Dick and Dom supporting Ian Lee. And then James's face giving a thumbs up. 
It's all right. Because at this stage, they just look at the alt text and they know it's Matt Murray, so it's fine. That's true. Yeah. Well, who's this Matt well, Murray no, guy? Because they've got your name like on the actual <laughs> GIF itself, <laughs> which is that, that's such a great that's just such a great move. Anyway, <laughs> should we go on to feedback? Go on. Yeah, let's do feedback. Yeah. Well, we had a bunch around um, the listeners absolutely destroying David mm. about his thought on controller layouts, but we'll come back to them another month. But let me just say. Hack on Lingstad basically killed David dead, as, yeah, as did Stone dead, as did Kurosai, um and, and a couple of others. So I'll I'll, I'll save up till till next week. But Rickety Stickety has messaged us feedback. I've been rolling, uh, well, so ruffling on the floor, laughing because of a seemingly inconspicuous moment in last week's show. Uh, one hour, one minute, and thirty seconds. Doctor Farley makes an, act, an absolutely extraordinary noise. It seems that the news goblin says the phrase if you know what I mean. However, what it sounds like is, I don't know, some kind of mating call to other boomsticks or something. <laughs> Please check it out. I'm still listening to it and it's still making me giggle. Hope the doc doesn't like me picking up on this minor moment. Thank you for all the entertainment, etc., etc. Have you two heard this? Because I'm about to play this. I, I've heard oh, it and it I've sounds it. like I kind of run out of breath as I'm saying it and make yeah. this weird noise. It's, it's very incredible. strange. Mm. So I'm going to edit in now. And also the audience for those... I would say has probably already played them, if you know what I mean. Yes, yeah. it's, it's. Yeah, I would say has probably already played them, if you know what I mean. Yes, yeah. it's, it's. Yeah, if you know what I mean. And yes, it was it's quite the sound, James. I know it's weird. It it really does sound like I'm sort of like wheezy as well, and just yeah, sort yeah. of like it's very strange. Yeah, I don't think you could recreate that even if you tried. No, I don't know how that happened. It's, <laughs> I don't even remember doing it, and it's the kind of thing that David would definitely pick up on as well during a show, mm. and he didn't. So it's strange. No, no but it's just time. it's kind of a beautiful mixture of exhaling heavily plus words plus <laughs> just I don't know a bit of radio magic I don't know how it happened but mm-hmm. let's not question it too deeply uh, no. Big Chris Span it says here has message hello I think Matt would really enjoy Techno Babylon by Wadjet Wadjet Eye Games I think it's is that what, even it, Sean Wadjet Wadjet what Wadjet Eye Games it's a point and click cyberpunk detective story about a murder that takes place in a city ran by an AI it's a few years old now but it's one of my favourite pieces of cyberpunk media Chris I'm absolutely going to play it that sounds exactly right up my street oh nice one and if you enjoy that they've been like they've done a lot of similar things so if you enjoy that there's a whole I was going to say a word but I don't know how to pronounce it I'm going to go with oeuvre oh yeah there's a whole oeuvre yeah. there's a whole oeuvre to, to dive into so um yeah yeah, I'm, I'm all over that. Thank you, Chris. And the mayor of Hounslow, a.k.a. your fan, has messaged, All right, lads, I thought I'd just pop in to comment on something that Sean and James said last week. They praised Cyberpunk 2077 for allowing players to look around freely during a boring conversation. I don't know where James's eyes tend to wander, but I'll have you know that in my line of work, we do the Bethesda thing, where people stand right in front of you and just talk. We also <laughs> sway our stiff arms when we walk around, but that's a separate matter. i think what it is is there's a difference it's like you it's not when you're when you're playing cyberpunk it's not like you're like looking around while you're talking it's the fact that the other character that you're talking to is like moving more realistically rather than just standing stock still and staring at you and their mouth moving it's it's a big difference i think and you're aware of yeah so like they're sort of looking and behaving like a normal person and also you're you're aware of like your presence in the scene 
Do you know what I mean? Like you can see where you're sitting or you can choose whether to sit or stand or take a drink off the table or, or whatever. There's little touches like that that don't mean anything. Like in, in game terms, um, you know, it doesn't doesn't achieve anything. It just, I don't know, yeah, it's just something about um, like your your presence in the, the conversation feeling a bit more real. And like the fact that you can, you know, the conversation, there's one quite early on um where you you sit down in like a booth in a, a bar and you're talking to this guy opposite and then like and you just sort of in in sort of one ear you sort of hear this shuffling and yeah and you just look to the right and this like this huge dude is sat next to you basically yeah. as a you know his presence is you know, supposed to be a threat essentially but it's not like oh and now this person is here turn and look at them face on and now turn back it's it's just you free to just look around and perceive it as you would if it was real Everything just feels a lot more... I mean, despite all of the problems that Cyberpunk's got, which it mm-hmm. has got a significant number, mm-hmm. this this sort of stuff is is the stuff which makes it feel just so much nicer than like most of those Bethesda games, honestly. like It makes it, it feels much more natural. And also, I mean, I'd say the dialogue is just significantly more well-written as well uh, than, mm-hmm. than most of those games as well. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. Another thing about that, I haven't played uh, any Fallout game, in fact, but um, Fallout 4 had like a voiced main protagonist but this uh sorry starfield doesn't so have you oh, really? played have you two played fallout 4 was that off Fall, by having a voiced main protagonist it didn't have a voiced main protagonist i'm pretty certain it didn't oh i thought that one was the one that did and then people <laughs> no, weren't a fan of so it. i haven't played it so i don't know I, I mean i'd have to check because that is one of those things where i'm really certain it didn't but then i'm probably wrong um, so yeah, no, I've, I, I'm just, just googled it to double check, and yes, it seems that they did. But um, but well, well, apparently they needn't have bothered because James is. I didn't remember it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I mean, in these kinds of games, it feels like that would be weird because you're playing you. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I feel like I prefer can... to have no voiced main character, but yeah, but it to works. be able to change so many things about the character, but then presumably have little choice in the voice unless they've got like. 10 different people to voice every bit of dialogue in exactly, the game yeah. which they won't have yeah. and they I mean with Cyberpunk they only have isn't it it's like there's four versions isn't there I think of voices I think in the game yes I mean I yeah, I just went with the standard male voice or whatever and I just I, I spent a lot of the is game it, thinking, I, is it not just I thought it was just two is it no 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 I think is it maybe not I don't remember. Maybe it's just two in that case. And it was, uh, yeah, I just remember just thinking he just sounds like a dick like most of the time. But then you kind of get used to it and it's it's not so bad. But yeah, yeah. it also sounds a bit annoying. Mm. One other thing, this, this isn't even vague related, but it's like it's E3 related. And I saw a couple of like tweets about this and it made me to like step back and think about it. Like the fact that uh, Microsoft's Xbox show, there was no mention of Halo at all apart from the DLC in... Mm. Was it Flight Simulator or whatever it was? Yeah. And I know, like, Halo Infinite has been out. We've had kind of the single-player thing. We're still waiting for co-op and forge mode. But it did make me think, wow, like, we just went a whole E3 show, or, you know, Summer Game Fest show, and there was no there was no Halo at all. There was you no, thought- like, hey, forge mode's coming on this date, co-op's coming, or a single-player DLC thing's coming. It's just absolutely nothing not even like a trailer for like a new season of the multiplayer it's just that's like, what you'd have thought wouldn't you or they'd have been like you know like oh you know we're currently in this season you know people can do this this and this and it's doing really well and all that kind of thing there's like you know it, it it it's weird it is really weird it feels like they're kind of done with it which is just very strange i mean obviously they're not but no. it's odd that they didn't go more into it yeah i didn't realize it at the time but then just like oh yeah you're right there was there was again apart from another dlc mentioned there was just there was nothing and that I mean, maybe that's a good thing because yeah, maybe like you know, rather than just oh, here's another Forza, here's another Gears, here's Halo. Like it 
maybe it's a good thing that they're stepping away from like their core franchises, but it's also a bit of a shock to think. Well, they did have this, sir. Nothing's coming. And I mean, you'd be thinking as well, like you know, this is supposed to be isn't. Isn't Infinite supposed to be like a games of the service kind of game as well? I mean, yeah, but they haven't really... I, d- I don't know if they've explicitly said that. I mean, but... it's got seasons. But they haven't really supported it like one, have they? I mean, yeah, it does have seasons, but they've been pretty sparse, right? Like, yeah. there's not... I've, I've not seen any... Least. Yeah, I've not seen any noise about like, oh, here's the new Halo Infinite season, and here's what they've added. Because like, we were meant to have Forge and Co-op by now, right? And then they were yeah. both put back. Mm-hmm. How far away is Co-op now? September, isn't it? I think that's September. Yeah, blimey, which is still quite a long way. It's nearly a year, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. they said there's some beta testing happening in the summer. I mean, it's just oh man, man. I mean, it's yeah, so pretty clear then... they rushed that out, didn't they? Like they they mm. had to get the campaign out at the end of last year, and then probably they shouldn't have done. They should have just maybe left it. Yeah, like I think it makes sense that they they must have obviously really focused on getting that campaign done because i mean you know i never finished it but what i played i really enjoyed um it was great i thought it was excellent and yeah. I mean, to be fair you know like dave and i and some of us like hammered the multiplayer for the first two or three months and then we'd you know there was just no new content for yeah. ever and then we just stopped yeah. playing but it was absolutely excellent single player is excellent obviously we had our kind of issues at the time saying you know we would love more discovery we'd love more mm. things to do in the, in the overworld maybe you know more things i could add in at a later date we haven't had that yet maybe that's not even part of their plans but we still loved it and it's very easy for people to say all right i wasn't halo infinite just a load of rubbish no it wasn't it's, it's an oh, it excellent totally game no, it's, it's just we, wait, we would love more it just felt a bit you know, underbaked. You know, it could have had longer, mm. really. Um, yeah. 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 That is it for feedback. Go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs to leave your feedback. James, what is the news, please? Okay. So it's, I know I often say this, but mm. this week it has been particularly thin. Um, there's not a huge amount um, I mean, going it makes on. sense, right? Obviously, we've just had. Yeah, not not E three. So yeah, we just yeah. had all the news, and yeah. they still want more. James, what's wrong with you? It's greedy. I mean, how much more do you need? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he he sounds like he's you know disappointed that there's not much news, but also it means there's less for him to read out. So he loves. Well, it. I know, but that's true. But then I also do like to get my teeth into like a, like a really sort of like you know good story, and um, I, th- okay. I don't know if any of these really provide that. I mean, we've got so the first one I've got here is I mean Activision Blizzard have cleared has cleared itself of wrongdoing. Oh well, that's all right. Then. So awesome! That is yeah. everyone. Everyone go home. All all Great. sorted. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing was ever wrong in the first place. Great. So what this is is remember we talked about this. There was the lawsuit by the Californian Department of Fair Employment and Housing, and they they were bringing a lawsuit against against Activision for you know behaviour inside the company, mm. and then so Activision then put together a board of directors working group to investigate the issue. And now they've released their findings. So they've already concluded that there wasn't, there was never any systemic issue with harassment, discrimination, or retaliation at Activision Blizzard. Um, do you want? Do you want? Wow. Shall I read? I read the whole quote. Well, they yeah, said, "Go on then." Contrary to many of the allegations, the board and its external advisers have determined that there is no evidence suggest to suggest that Activision Blizzard senior executives ever intentionally ignored or attempted to downplay the instances of gender harassment that occurred and were reported. While there are some substantiated instances of gender harassment, those unfortunate circumstances do not support the conclusion that Activision senior leadership or the board were aware of and tolerated gender harassment or that there was ever a systemic issue with harassment, discrimination or or uh, retaliation. So, 
the summary says so they basically said that they, the investigation was based on email communications notes and other source documents but they don't actually explain what they are and they also said that they did interviews with current and former employees as well but as i said they don't go into any detail about how this was conducted or what the actual data was and none of it was has been seen by any outside consultants either mm-hmm. and it's weird because also i don't i mean this was kotaku they said you know they you don't see how this squares with the 18 million relief settlement that they gave to the equal employment opportunities commission yeah. you know that, that was the settlement where they made um you know because because of all of this but i mean the strangest part of the quote was where they said what we've come to realize over the past several months is that there are many truths about our company individual and collective experiment experiential and data driven and sometimes they can be difficult to reconcile so it's yeah it, it's wow. a, this is a very strange statement yeah um and not to mention incredibly disrespectful um yeah. to all the people who have been incredibly brave in speaking up about this stuff um yeah to have activision blizzard just try and sweep it under the rug and say no we checked yeah and everything's fine actually it's like yeah but no one the whole point is everyone believes that your leadership has failed so why would i just yeah. Oh, that, that's I mean, I mean, they're not saying that there was nothing happened at the company. They're just saying that the executives did nothing wrong. Oh, which yeah, is the, just, the, I mean, the executives never intentionally ignored <laughs> yeah. it. There's no, there's no proof that they intentionally ignored it. Therefore, and why? Because they say so. And yeah. So it's, uh, it's fine. deleted all the relevant emails. Yeah, so it's not actually uh, about the harassment itself. It's about yeah. how it was ignored or not ignored, or yeah. how it was downplayed or not. It's like. I mean, yeah, they obviously had an opportunity there to really kind of come clean and mm-hmm. and do some work, but they obviously were never going to do that. Yeah. And and instead, they choose to do this, which makes it worse, way way yep. worse. I mean, Pretty it's just disgusting. You'd be thinking, like, if they if they were serious about this, they would have got like an outside like agency or whatever to yeah, do yeah. An investigation here, not investigate yourself. I mean, this is like when the government, like in the UK, says, you know, we're going to have a government inquiry, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm sure that's going to come out. You know, as they want it. Yeah, it's really sad, but yeah, yeah, and awful. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Should we move on uh, yeah. to another bit? So there was a big load of Final Fantasy stuff this week. Um. So they had what was this, Matt? They had like a it was a 25th anniversary celebration. Is that right? Yeah, 25th anniversary celebration of Final Fantasy VII. They had a a 10 minute uh, live stream thing happen on was it. 11 p.m. the other night, on and they announced a bunch yeah. of stuff. So, well, it was on the same, on at the exact same time as the Dragon's Dogma one, which we'll get to. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was, which I thought was funny. I mean, obviously, weird, but... obviously, Dragon's Dogma is my favourite, but you know, counter programming Final Fantasy VII with Dragon, Dragon's Dogma is not a smart move, is it? It's not. You're not going to win that fight. Which one was announced first? Uh, I Final think. Fantasy? The, yeah. So the, basically, the Final Fantasy VII thing was done and dusted by the time. The actual Dragon's Dogma announcement happened. No, 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 no. So, which one was announced first? Like, which one got the first announcement saying it's Thursday at eleven p.m.? Oh, I see. Oh, I don't know. Not sure. Yeah, weird. Anyway, sorry, so both happen at the same time, but we'll mm. we'll start for now for with Final Fantasy VII. I mean, um, do you want to take it away, James? Yeah, I mean, so far they've confirmed. So this is the second part, which is now going to be a trilogy. Like they've announced that it's going to be a trilogy. So you've oh, got you the first remake. Yeah, this is the remake, yeah. yeah. So you've got the remake, and then you've got Rebirth, which is going to be the next one, and that's coming Mm -hmm. out winter 2023. 
And but then there's a third game obviously coming, but there's no title for that yet or date or anything. Um, and then also the other thing they announced was that Final Fantasy VII uh, Crisis Core is also coming this winter. Um, but I don't know what that is. Is that like the if action that's a, one? That's a, yeah, that's a remake. That was a PSP game. Right, yeah, okay. so it's a PSP game focusing on a character called Zack Fair. It's a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. So the idea being, again, I haven't played it, but Crisis Core seems like it's going to add a lot of context and explanation about the events in Final Fantasy VII. So it's pretty exciting. It it does. Uh, I never I never played it properly. But I'm, I'm vaguely aware of what happens in the story, which obviously a week ago I'd have been like oh yeah Crisis Core that's where such and such happens whereas now it's like oh no people probably don't want it spoiled now so I'll keep my mouth shut Um, (laughs) was Crisis Core one of the good ones though because I seem to remember I may be remembering this completely wrong that there was a whole bunch of sort of Final Fantasy 7 sort of spin-off stuff but not all of it was great or am I wrong about that um, I think it's, I think you, Dirge of Cerberus is probably the one you're thinking of as the bad that's the, one. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I remember. Yeah. Uh, Crisis Core is, is all right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, I went to a press event uh, for Crisis Core back when it came out, and it was one of the first ones I ever went to. And the, like the, those events were generally like, you know, you show up, play the game, there's maybe some food on and stuff, and then, oh, yeah, here's a goodie bag, go away and, and give us a review of it. Whereas this was like, oh yeah, thanks for showing up. Uh, yeah, the the developers are here, so you can interview them in like ten minutes. Nice. And I absolutely shat it. Um, luckily, it was like a group interview situation, so I only had to ask like three questions, and it kind of just went around in circles. But I was I was absolutely fucking terrifying. My God, that sounds, go. sounds bad. Yep. So yeah, so this so it's so the full title of this game is Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Uh, okay. So that obviously links in with. The fact that the first, well, there's Final Fantasy VII Remake, which made sense at a time. We knew it was going to be multiple chapters. They obviously confirmed on this show that it's going to be, on this, on this um, stream, that it's going to be three chapters, second one being Rebirth. They also said that they would announce or they would discuss uh, soon the, the reasoning behind the naming convention because I think we all assumed it'll be Remake Part 1, Remake Part 2, Remake whatever, mm. Part 3, 4, whatever it's going to do. But the fact is that Remake, now Rebirth, and um, I guess we can assume the third and final part will be or something, maybe Requiem, yeah. maybe Retribution, I don't know. Um, mm. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to seeing them explain why they decided to change that. It feels like they should almost like change the name of the first part again. Yeah. Because re- Remake, like, that, that, that doesn't work in the naming convention. Well, yeah, because Remake is very literal, whereas, yeah, Rebirth... It's like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> what, what could that possibly mean? Whereas remake is just obvious. Yeah, they don't quite fit, do they? Um, no. Um, so I, I watched this, and I watched other people then afterward, kind of re, you know uh, reacting to the uh, reacting to the whole like Final Fantasy Seven twenty fifth celebration stream, and they were saying you know that the end of Crisis Core is unbelievably good, but they're also saying you know will they change the ending to link in with other stuff we might have seen in remakes? So very right, interesting because the to know, story in, to know yeah, how it works in- and. Um, and, and what changes, if anything. But yeah, the, and also the fact that for this, yeah, we're getting this this winter and Final Fantasy Rebirth, we're getting next winter. I mean, again, I, I thought this is going to be like a 15 or 20 year project or something, but <laughs> I that, was going to say, yeah, it's coming way sooner than I thought it would. So yeah. the fact that we're going to play this, well, hopefully next, next winter doesn't necessarily mean at the end of 2023. It could be, I don't know, January or February 24. Yeah. But the fact is, we're playing this next winter. I, I'm so excited. Obviously, a loved remake. I mean, yeah, I'm relieved that it's actually happening because it was starting to <laughs> feel a bit like, is this actually going to come out 
because we hadn't heard anything for so long. And I was beginning to wonder if in a couple of years they'll just be like, yeah, we're going to remake the remake um, because it's, <laughs> cause this has just not happened. It's so good. We don't need to tell the rest of the story. We can just, yeah, just we, leave we're it just going to do that one again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I know what you mean, Matt. Like, winter 2023 is, is not soon by any stretch, but it's considering how long it took them to get remake part one done. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's that's not too bad at all. Yeah, there's also there was a trailer for Rebirth. I mean, again, I haven't played the original Final Fantasy VII, so I can't I can't really tell you really what's happening. But I know Sarah and some other people are like, oh my god, they're doing nothing, or this is changing. Um, <laughs> You're so, gonna have to play the original, man. You got eighteen I mean, months. I, I know. I've, I mean, I've still got it installed on my Switch. I tweeted after saying, Sarah, you've got to explain what just got announced. And she's like basically no just play the bloody game for fuck's sake <laughs> then i'll happily tell you and you know it's on my switch i will play it i've got there's a there's a countdown now between you know this and crisis core and rebirth so i absolutely desperately want it i just need to push on and, and do it but no it's amazing to see rebirth crisis core looks really interesting i'm definitely going to play that as well mm-hmm. um other things to announce they announced that um remake in, uh, integrate is coming out on pc that's the um integrate was like well, it's on come PS5 out on Steam, hasn't it? So it was already out on the Epic Store, but no one over the age yeah, of but, 20 but, uses that. So yeah. <laughs> Now it's coming to Steam and, yeah. and Steam Deck and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I think that's already out now. Um, or yes, it very, is, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it come out on the 17th. They also announced like DLC for The First Soldier, which is their like, Battle Royale mobile game. They also announced um, or show more of Ever Crisis, which is basically Final Fantasy VII on mobile, but it's basically got what looks like the battle oh. system from Remake. Yes. But also all, I believe, lots of the other games related to Final Fantasy VII. Oh, that's VII. right. It was like it was just incorporating the fucking lot, wasn't it? It was... Yeah, so it's incorporating all, all the other games related to Final Fantasy VII and the Remake Battle Mode, and it's on phones. Um, they announced this like last year or maybe the year before. I was really mm. interested in it. I thought maybe this is the way I'll play Final Fantasy VII if it's combining the Battle System with the Remake and what and all the DLC. I thought, thought that would be the perfect way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's yeah, they said on this, they're, they're going to beta test it during 2022, so God knows when this is actually coming out. It feels Blimey. like this is probably a long way off, but that look that looked really good as, as well. Yeah, it looked like it sort of followed in the footsteps of the uh, shit. What do they call it? The um, Final Fantasy fifteen like portable version, whatever. They, I think that is that what it was called. The one that was out on like mobile and then Switch, and apparently is in some ways a better game than actual Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently it's yeah. Well, that it just, was, it just it was like a scaled it. down. It was like yeah, a scaled yeah. down version. Yeah, it's scaled down, but like tells the same story, but in like mm-hmm. half the time, and it's still perfectly enjoyable. Apparently, so yeah, the the Ever Crisis looks. You know, similar to that. So yeah, I'm I'm really intrigued to see how that turns out. Yeah. So for just a 10 minute stream, I thought this was excellent. Mm. Um, sounds, and, yeah, uh, sounds I like can't wait to play all the things. Sounds like they fit a lot of stuff in 10 minutes. Yeah, because it started a couple of minutes late. Then there was like mm. a big old introduction about oh remake, and then another video. I'm like, okay, there's four minutes left. What the hell are they really going to show? But <laughs> but they they managed to cram it. And they also showed off some merch. But I'm probably not going to be buying the Cloud Strife clock. <laughs> or oh, you know a silver what time ring. It is. Good point. Maybe I will. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I maybe I'm only allowed to buy that once I've finished Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, you've earned no, the right. I'm myself to a lovely old Cloud Strife model. Yeah. Okay, nice. so that that was that. But also, Dragon's Dogma Two was happening at the same time. Yeah. So well, 
Did, was this exactly the same time then that this was this was on? Exactly, <laughs> it started yeah. At exactly the same time. So yeah, so I was I was streaming Sea of Thieves at the time, and I was like, look, look just give me a sec. I'll put a little, you know, do a little sort of picture in picture thing. So we had, so it was still us playing Sea of Thieves, but in the corner there was this Dragon's Dogma presentation, and it was. I mean, I had I'd braced myself for like, oh, they're, they're probably not going to announce anything, or if they do, like it's going to be you know incredibly brief. Um, what I didn't expect was like a twenty-minute mini documentary about the making of the first game, um, which I'm going to go back and watch without the burden of like, you know, just sit me sitting there thinking, "Come on, fucking announce something," um, like because it did actually seem really interesting. But as I say, I was you know streaming, playing Sea of Thieves at the same time, wasn't really paying attention. It did actually look pretty cool, and then yeah, all the the developers that were in it were all wearing hoodies, all zipped up. And then at the end, they all unzipped their hoodies and they were wearing Dragon's Dogma 2 t-shirts. Whoa! And they they were like, yeah, we're making Dragon's Dogma 2. Bye. Um, That was it. Um, So I'm excited, but I mean, there's really nothing to go on. Yeah, the the only thing I read was they said it's going to be on the RE engine. But yes. then that's it. No further but details at all. that's sort of all. a given, right? Like, well, that's... You'd think so, yeah. And they're making everything on the RE engine now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the RE engine is a gorgeous engine. But yeah, also, yeah. like, how... Obviously, no um, mention of date. No, like, literally nothing. Literally a logo and confirmation so that like, they are making it. That is it. So it's like Metroid Prime 4. It's yeah, the, pretty much. You know, <laughs> hopefully that will work out better than that. Because yep. where's that gone? Mm, uh, that's yeah. fully vanished, hasn't it? Well, uh, uh, is there still that rumour that Nintendo are doing a direct at the end of the month, or is that? Uh, we'll come to that, Sean. We'll oh, come to sorry, that. yeah, <laughs> sorry, jumping <laughs> ahead. So, yeah, so Dragon's Dogma Two. So obviously, uh, so it says here in his Eurogamer piece, it's a cult classic. I mean, yes. So was it? It was never a massive seller, but the ones that did sell too absolutely adored it, and it's enough that Capcom yeah, basically think, well said to go do a sequel. It's one of those. I mean, yeah, it it sold well enough that it's like continued to be ported to her. You know, so like there's a Switch version which came out like eight years after the game originally came out and was really well received. And that's a really good port. Um, and it's popular enough for them to make a Netflix. Like well, yeah, show yeah, the Netflix show, yeah, which I didn't really get on with, but um, yeah, so it's it's it must have done the numbers, you know, overall, it must have done well enough, right? But it's <laughs> and supposedly, yeah. um, oh, I've forgotten the guy's name, but the director basically was was told by Capcom, look, you can you can make Dragon's Dogma two, or you can make Devil May Cry five, and he chose Devil May Cry five first. Um, ah. So we we you know. We could have had Dragon's Dogma 2 like a couple of years ago. Um, so, yeah, so I guess it's just a case of them now getting around to it. Um, so, yeah, it's just if you've never played the original, because um, I forget that like obviously 10 years is a long time. And like I've seen, um, so like Imogen, who was on a few weeks ago, she was like tweeting, like, what is Dragon's Dogma? And it's like, oh, yeah, if you're in your 20s, there's every chance that like you'd have just missed it when it first came out. Um, but yeah, it's like a. Obviously, it's like it's you know it's a Japanese action RPG, but it's like a Western fantasy setting, and it's on the surface it's quite standard sort of you know Tolkien esque Dungeons and Dragons style stuff, um, but the combat is really sharp. Like you know the fact that it's you know people who worked on Devil May Cry also worked on this. Like especially if you play as the um, the Strider class, which is like your your sort of rogue thief one or whatever. Like the 
melee combat is really good. Um, and then, yeah, and for reasons I won't get into, because I think a lot of people are finally going to play the game about halfway through, it just goes fucking nuts. Um, like, the plot is just absolutely bizarre, and it it explores a lot of really interesting ideas and does a lot of weird things. And it's, yeah, it's really like it, and I'm glad it's getting a sequel. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do to to change it or update it or and you know for like a new audience well yeah because it's it's one of those where because it's because it's about you know the first half of the game like oh this is you know oh the dragon's taking your heart and you have to kill the dragon and get your heart back and save the world and then it just completely flips all of that like you can't do that again right so would it be better if the second game was like completely unrelated and you know was was like set somewhere else or whatever like I don't, I don't think there's much else you could do with the, like the story stuff it establishes in the first game. So I don't know. We'll see. Mm. I'm just watching the trailer now. It looks very Elden Ring like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I played it very briefly on the Switch. It's one of those games which I do sometimes think about going back to, but it's just there's so much stuff at the moment to play. Like I find that it's just yeah. I'm not sure if I I will. And I mean, I played it for I only played it for maybe about two hours or so, mm-hmm. and it was a little bit janky. Um, because yes. it's quite old at this I was stage. Say, yeah, which is like the, the, the thing. it's quite slow paced as well. There's a lot yeah. of running around. Yeah, it's one of those ones. That I I think I need to sit down and sort of absorb myself in it, and then yes. then maybe I'll, I'll get further. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, one day. Cool. Maybe. All right. What's um, next? Uh, okay, so Sony are apparently going to unveil a new PlayStation Five Pro controller um, soon. So this is from this guy, it's Tom Henderson, who's working for Try Hard Guides. Uh, he says that this is coming, he, he says that there's, um, it's going to have the same basic style, but with some key differences, including what they're calling removable stick units, um, where right. you can like, switch out the sticks. Um, and also they call flappy paddles, which <laughs> I don't know, don't know what that's supposed to mean. Well, no, it's but, just paddles well, okay. on the back, like, like the, the Elite Control's got on loads of them, loads of them have got like, oh, they call yeah, yeah. flappy paddles. Yeah, I mean, even like the the Steam Deck's got like paddles on the back. Are they called flappy paddles? I don't know if that's a <laughs> trademark, but paddles on the back uh, isn't that, isn't that the ordinary, is it? Well, this this is going to have flappy paddles uh, on the back <laughs> apparently, and uh, and also apparently significant software upgrades. I don't know what that means, um, and it's mm. getting revealed very soon apparently, um, because there's a rumor also there's going to be an, another um, showcase at the end of this month uh, from Sony. Uh, hang on, hang on. A showcase or state of play? I don't know. What's the difference? <laughs> well, no, sh- showcase is like the massive one they did, where it's like all black branding, and it's like okay, they announced those are massive titles there, and then we've had state of plays before and after. Right, hang on, so hang on. So the showcase is the big one, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, the state of play is the one with trailers, right? But they well, both I mean, have trailers. All got trailers. Mm-hmm. So state of play is like the one we see every month or so, or a couple of months, and it's like the blue branding, and we, you know. We've seen lots of them. There was one just two weeks ago, and in the showcase they did once where they announced just tons of massive games. Okay, so it's a state of play. I've just had a look. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so just yeah, just to be clear, apparently mm-hmm. a state of play, not not a showcase. I mean, the thing is, they've only done one showcase ever, so maybe that's just a once a one off. But <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, okay, showcases are the big ones. State of plays are kind of a bit more standard, but um, they'll probably never do a it's... showcase ever again now. No, probably not. No, probably not. <laughs> that was it. It's funny, like I, because obviously you know the Xbox Pro controller has exist. Is it called that? I can't remember Elite the Elite controller. Sorry, yeah, Elite, yeah. yeah, Elite controller. Um, it's obviously existed for a while. I mean, I've never been 
tempted really um i do i think i've always sort of assumed that they are for pro gamers which i am not um <laughs> don't put yourself I, down sean but then like <laughs> yeah. but you know if someone was to be just to say like look me neither but i just i got one and it's just really nice like it's just just feels premium i mean i've heard that and, yeah. i know a couple of people have got them but what uh-huh. put me off and, yeah, and again i was the same as like, am i really gonna spend 150 or whatever it was oh, God, on the controller. But they were like, oh no, it's not, it feels amazing. All the stuff you can do with the sticks, the grip, etc., etc. But what I also heard from all of them is that they like, had to send it back because this broke or that broke Ooh. or that was faulty. I'm like, well, you know, if 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 that's the case, then I'm not even going to entertain the idea. No, I thought they were like, I thought they were like 80 quid or something. That's what I thought. Well, the standard controls are like 50 or 60. I'm very sure they were over 100. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I'm having a look. 160 at Argos. Which is where I get all my consumer electronics from. It's a great shop. Also, I guess so. Obviously, the current there was like an Elite Controller Series Two, but that didn't have the share button that was on uh, the current okay. SNX controllers. So I'm like, even oh less, right. So you could probably get even less likely. To yeah, do it. you could probably get an Xbox One original Elite controller for less, I guess. But yeah, yeah. And I what? think they look nice, and yeah, all the mm. customization, brilliant. But yeah, I've just heard some reliability issues. But um, but but Which is this, the last you know, thing you would expect, Sony isn't one, it? Mm. Yeah, mm. but the Sony one, yeah, again, probably not going to do it. But I'm very interested to know what what they do, and because I, I do apps still absolutely love the PlayStation Five controller. Yeah, me too. It's I still a, pick it up every time yeah. I pick it up. I'm like this controller feels great. I still I know I'm pointing a minority. Still love the way it looks. I just controls wise, feel wise, it feels fantastic. No, I'm I'm fine with how the controller looks. I mean the main machine is just doesn't look so nice does it have none of you um, got yeah. those d brands dark plates this isn't an advert no, dave, dave doesn't like d brand i'm not that, like... i'm not fussed about how the, con- the console looks it's kind of in between two on monitors i'm it is what it is i'm not too bothered about it yeah mm. i just wish mine wasn't so loud because it's uh <laughs> i've definitely got something wrong with mine but there's nothing i can do about it anyway um so yeah so pro controller i don't know i'm not particularly excited but i'm sure somebody will be um yeah. next um, apparently, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct this week. Oh, no so way. get get excited! There's a yeah. Nintendo Direct coming. Yeah. Uh, Fuck but, yes! Can't yeah. wait. Here we go. Well, it's going to be 20, gonna... 20 minutes long. Yeah, oh, it's going to be about Bayonetta three. It's going to have Silk new Song Splatoon stuff. Yeah, Silk Song is going to be there. Three, so that. Yeah. 3 p.m. Um, 3 p.m. and Zelda yeah, 20 Breath minutes. It, it is Xenoblade Chronicles three uh, only. Oh, no. f- yeah. okay. But well, apparently there will be another direct at the end of this month. That's that's been oh. another another rumor. Uh, oh, is that yeah. still a rumor though? Yeah, that, I mean it's a Jeff Grubb rumor. Oh well, um, then it's nailed on then, isn't it? Yeah. So he's saying, he's saying <laughs> this is not the major direct rumored uh, for the right. end of the month. So apparently it's going to be. Okay. Gonna be well, so the other one was rumored to be the 29th of of June, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. will they really be doing two in a week? That seems excessive, doesn't it? That, that does also seem Nintendo excessive. really like not doing things just because they're rumoured. So I mean, point. like there's there's definitely been instances where like like journalists have like you know, rather than the usual thing of, oh, I heard another journalist say this, now I'm gonna repeat it and appear to give it weight even though it was originally based on nothing. That apparently there have been times when stuff was definitely supposed to happen, but then the rumors just kept building and building. So Nintendo just went, No, well, we're not gonna do it. I now. love that. It's just like, well I'm not doing it then. Yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> Well if you're gonna talk about it <laughs> I'm not doing it. I think it's, yeah, I think it's one of those things that I guess is worth taking the hit to not be predictable or mm-hmm. or to not, yeah, not to not give leaks any weight, I suppose. Because yeah. if it's ages for a direct, I can't see them doing two in a week. It's not. It'd, yeah. be, it'd, be, it'd be Wednesday this week, and then if it's the 29th, it'll be Wednesday next week. 
Yeah, but that's still two in like seven or eight days. Well, it's yeah, it's within yeah, it's within yeah, within seven or eight days. But which it's I think still... is not gonna happen. But I love it if they prove me wrong. Yeah, love that. Do you know what I'd like to know is where is Advance Wars? Oh, that's right, because that's 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 finished. That's ready what has to go. To that? Well, that was delayed due to the um, Russian yeah, invasion of Ukraine. Yes, yes. But then, so, so which I know, is ongoing. No, why? So, but <laughs> yes. But does, I mean, does this mean that it's never going to get released until Ukraine's at peace again? Yeah. Which could which be weird, isn't it? Because then, yeah, now they've created this. I mean, I, I you know, and I, I think they made the right decision. But yeah, yeah it's now, it's now in this in this situation where it's like, oh well, if you release it before there's peace in Ukraine, is that you just sort of going, ah, well, no one cares anymore now? Yeah, it's a bit odd. But yeah, it's like the the Limmy sketch about the Live Strong armbands. Where he's like, all right, so oh, is that everyone's not, no one's wearing them anymore. So was, was there a cure for cancer? Was there? Yeah, I've done, I've done that. Isn't it? <laughs> so no, at some point you just went, ah, I'll just, no, I'll just take that off now. And there you go. That's the end of the. That's the end of the news for this week. Um, we got, we got, we got nothing else. Cool. Yeah. No, we haven't. Um, this is going to be a short episode, isn't it? Because we, we've possibly. I mean, I'm saying I can't it now. You just said that. Yeah, sure. now that I've said it, two and a half hours. Let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah. What have you been? playing i would say that's well, actually i mean yeah no should we start with tmnt james that's probably the biggest release this week right i think we should yeah yeah it's, go on um, then. Yeah. um so yeah this is um yeah the the new teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge uh scrolling beat em up uh made by tribute games who i promise this is the last time i'll say this <laughs> but Tribute Games is an indie studio uh, made of former developers from Ubisoft who, while at Ubisoft, also made TMNT on the GBA, which is a really good um, you know, scrolling brawler. And they also made the Scott Pilgrim game, which is also fucking wicked. So I was really excited about this because um, it's kind of you know them going back to what they've done before, but under a new studio. And I just thought that was really nice. Um, it's, I mean... I, I love it. Um, I've played... So in co-op, we've done, I think, I think most of the game. We've just gone to Dimension X. Yeah, you're, you're, you're very close to the end. That is that right, that is near the end. Because yeah. it was kind of like, yeah, it's like, oh, here's like a another map. And it's like, oh, shit, is this going to be like as much as the first no. one? But I figured probably... We I mean, we, we were sort of ready for it to end, like, mm -hmm. because it, it's clear it's going to get replayed as much as like, like Streets of Rage 4... You can finish that in like an hour, right? It's actually quite brief, but it's really replayable for a bunch of reasons. Um, so I'm I'm quite happy for this to not be that long. But I mean, we must have been on it for sort of what two and a half, three hours, and we didn't reach the end. Um, but you've have you finished it, James? Yeah, yeah. You see, I, I played through it with with Asha like mm -hmm. over the weekend, and then cool. we actually finished it this evening, um, just before we started recording, which was which was pretty good. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, I mean, I see. I don't really have a lot of nostalgia for the turtles, like scrolling beat 'em ups, because I've not actually played them. I've, mm -hmm. I've never played those. But I do have nostalgia for the TV series um, right. because yeah, yeah. I think it was one of the last ones that was like before I became a teenager. You know, yeah, that I was kind of like this is. You know, I was I was interested in, and I. I mean, I'm really loving this because it's. It's part. It's still part of this whole two D side scrolling revival thing, mm. which I'm very much into because, as I've sort of talked about many, many times before, I'm a huge fan of things like you know uh, Streets of Rage and Final Fight and stuff like that. And having another one of these is good. Um, 
but I mean, the only thing is, is I I don't feel this is as good as Streets of Rage. Um, mm. Mostly because I've always felt I have. I mean, I've played one of the Turtles games once before, like sort of briefly um, when they released it. I think on Xbox they had like um, one of those oh, yeah. came out. I'm pretty certain, and they always felt rather sort of like lightweight, like in the sense of when you play Streets of Rage and you mm. punch when they when the hit when the punches connect, like you really feel it. Like there's like mm. a sort of a thump, and I never really feel that with these games. It it's always very, feels like yeah, it's very breezy in comparison, isn't it? Yeah, but that's not a problem. That's fine, and it's one of the things that I like about this is that they really have. Like sort of taken on board like all of those things that have all those sort of innovations that there's been from things like Streets of Rage Four mm-hmm. with with like the control scheme and the way that each of the characters has really different move sets yeah. like really really different and yeah. like you can and also they level up as well like as you're playing through like if you're playing through on the campaign mode it's not um, you know you your character gets gradually more and more powerful um, as the game goes on which was a bit annoying because I was playing it with Asher and he just wanted to keep changing characters all the time. But then that meant that every single time they were starting at zero every time. So he's like, he's like, I want to be Splinter now. And it's like, oh, do, do you have to? We're on the last boss. Yeah. And it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not it's helpful. Like, not now. It's like, can, can you please just remain being Michelangelo? Uh, cause, <laughs> Stay cause, there. He's a party yeah. dude. Um, he was, yeah. Yeah, because I was wondering if there was going to be a, like a progression system in this because... Yeah, so like TMNT and you know Scott Pilgrim versus the World basically nicked um, like the River City Ransom thing. So you would like mm-hmm. go to shops and and buy like new moves and power ups and stuff. Um, whereas yeah, this is just straight up. Yeah, like say so you just level up, don't you? And then sort of once you reach a level, you'll get like a new attack or whatever or a new ability. Um, More they always seem to be. Yeah. I think that I think are some of them just like old oh, more damage. I can't remember. Yeah, there's, yeah. More, there's, there's like more HP and stuff like right. that. But yeah. if you play in arcade mode, it doesn't mm. do that because they all just come fully fully leveled. Ah, like when you when you play right. that, like you don't have to unlock anything. But right. then obviously the caveat with that is that then you don't you know you can't save in between levels, and you also have like a finite right. number of like lives and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, because because there's there's arcade mode and there's story mode, right? Whereas yeah, yeah, so story mode you you level up and you unlock stuff. But it's also, is it quite a lot easier? Is that right? Uh, you mean the campaign mode? Yes, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, we, we played it on chill, like on the on the okay. lowest difficulty. But even right. so, one of the things that I enjoyed about it actually was there there was a very gradual ramping up of difficulty mm-hmm. to the point where at the end, like one of the levels we failed, like, you know, okay. like right you know, towards the end. And I was... You know, it was it was quite good. Like in the sense, I was thinking, oh, this is not just like a walk through the park. It's it is mm. there is a bit of challenge even on this on this difficulty level, which was yeah, pretty good. I because one of the things I felt was very different between this and Streets of Rage Four was like Streets of Rage Four. You can like as soon as you start hitting the bosses. Um, I mean, the first few are okay, but I think quite early on you start like straight away you're sort of thinking like okay we need to actually figure this out like the the boss yeah. is doing stuff that we haven't really faced before and it really forces you to consider your move set and like how you can tackle them whereas this is much more straightforward i found for the bosses like there's still you know there's patterns to learn and there's you know weird little you know set pieces and stuff like they're really good fun and they're quite inventive but it, it they, none of them felt like a roadblock like the ones in Streets of Rage Four did, and I'm not saying that's better or worse because mm-hmm. you know we enjoyed no, the process of yeah, we enjoyed that process in Streets of Rage Four of being like right, we are just getting absolutely battered by this boss. Like we, we can't even land a hit. There's something we've not understood here. 
and mm-hmm. that process of figuring that out was really interesting whereas that's kind of absent here but it's still kind very of is. fun yeah although there are two bosses towards the end which are more like the Streets of Rage ones oh, really? in the sense that okay. you do you do have to kind of figure out what the patterns are and everything to be able to beat yeah. it otherwise you'll be there all evening yeah, yeah. Like, do you prefer that in James? Um, I'm not sure actually it was a nice change of pace in this actually from the earlier ones being very much kind of you know you just all get in there and have just keep you know, mashing the buttons, and then you mm-hmm. can like defeat them. Whereas mm-hmm. th- those ones had a bit more, a bit more challenge to them. But then, like, actually got knocked out, and then it was just me doing it on my own, and it which was more difficult because this also has scale difficulty as well, depending on how many players are playing. Right. So, you know, if you if you bring in six, it gets apparent. I mean, I've not tried this yet, but apparently it gets very, very like chaotic and mm, significantly more difficult because the enemies become more aggressive as well. And uh, right. yeah, I mean, I just I'd like to try. Um, online actually um, because I'd like mm. to see if it if it works cause... it did for us yeah we I mean so we played with with three players which to be honest feels like about the limit like mm-hmm. the, the idea of playing with any more than three players seems pretty wild to me the fact that you can have six is cool but I can't imagine it being particularly playable um I one thing I really liked was that you know obviously Streets of Rage and a lot of other um, brawlers but like as you're hitting enemies, like, you know, there's the, the, their health bar, like, appears at the top of the screen. Yeah. Whereas in this, it's like, well, pretty much most enemies were going down in, like, you know, three or three four hits, hits. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they just kind of, like, they, the color changes. They sort of go sort of darker and desaturated when they're dead, effectively. So there's no sort of glancing up at a, a health bar or anything. Yeah. You're just battering them. It's like, right, you sort of kind of faded out and gone to someone else. But equally, if you're trying to combo your way through a level and be a smug prick about it you can basically keep like comboing on like an enemy's corpse you can keep just like (laughs) you know battering them like knocking them in the air and hitting them repeatedly until the next enemy has appeared to like keep that that chain going Um, Mm and so that was that's really cool um I mean, the other thing that I really like about it as well is the, I mean, because these games, they, the whole thing is the replayability and yeah. the fact that even though they're quite short, you can, you keep going back to them because mm-hmm. they're enjoyable, you know, either for the mechanics or also for the environments. And in this case, the environments are really great. Yeah, like, man. Really oh, the whole thing's gorgeous to look at, isn't it? It's yeah. absolutely incredible. Um, but also, like, I mean, you like the zoo. The zoo was great. Yes. Like, where you've got those, like, animals charging through it yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You have to, like, avoid yeah. at the same time. And, yeah, it's it's... Yeah, it's it's very cool, and also the music. I don't know if you know. Have you heard the stuff which is well, like the rock we, guitar stuff? Which yeah, is quite well, funny. the thing is because yeah, playing it in co-op. Obviously, we had voice chat on, so obviously the game volume was was quite muted. I mean, it, what mm-hmm. I could hear sounded incredible, but I really want to go back and, and listen to it properly. Yeah, you you have to, particularly yeah. the stuff which yeah, it, it sounds. It's <laughs> I'm trying to think what it sounds like, but it's yeah, it's like epic guitars and all that kind of thing which is but it works it totally works like in, yeah. this, in this context it's yeah it's it's really good yeah. and i mean this is the thing because when i started playing it with asher and he wasn't mm. really into it like mm-hmm. that much like because he's he's never really played like any of these sorts of games like in terms of like the side scrolling beat-em-ups and yeah and then we we played it for about i don't know about an hour or so and then he seemed to be getting more and more into it and didn't want to stop and i was <laughs> i was like oh this is brilliant and then he was That's asking great, me about yeah. Streets of Rage, and he was like, "Oh, we could play that." And I was like, "Yeah, we, we definitely can Absolutely play that. Absolutely could. Yeah. Uh, that would be cool." Because um, yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, Asher, just watch Streets of Rage till I die. Yeah, just yeah, watch yeah. that. Yeah, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just stream it, mate. Just watch that. Um, yeah. I mean, do, yeah, because did he? What's his awareness of the Ninja Turtles? Because it's, I mean, it's still a thing, right? 
still on Nickelodeon, it, but obviously it's very different. Yeah, where are turtles these days? I think I, that that I used to absolutely love them when yeah. I was young. I think it is, but then I think it's not currently a big thing. Right. Um, because yeah, he was not. He, I think he'd heard of them, but mm-hmm. had no sort of like uh, connection to it really at all. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, he didn't know that, who any of them were, like their, their names or anything like oh, that. Mate, and uh, yeah, which is which is sad. But yeah. yeah, it's it's always interesting to me because I yeah, so like obviously I I remember them being a thing when I was a kid. Um, but like it's one of those in hindsight, looking at the the years that they were huge. Like I just caught like the last sort of five years of it basically like yeah. because it was it was was in the late 80s it started or was it, it was, yeah, it was late 80s yeah. i mean yeah. i remember coming from school like to watch that stuff and it was just like there was such a buzz like that mm. it was on bbc yeah man. you know it was like and and we got it late as well like we got it quite a lot later i think than everyone else and yeah. then the film came out and i remember one of my friends had like a pirated copy of the film <laughs> that we were you know that had been recorded in the <laughs> cinema or something we were to watch yeah. it was like and it felt like it was like some really like um really gritty. Yeah, yeah like watching yeah. like the Terminator or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then it's just actually no, it's really not. It no, just, they're yeah. like they're real but now. It was quite gritty when you know, Casey, you know, mm-hmm. smash that dude with his golf club, whatever. It's like, wow, this is this is adult. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, this is way too much for me. Yeah, because like, 'cause I've never got into the comics and obviously there's there's tons of them and some of those are like fucking ultra violent. Um but yeah, I've never never delved into that. Yeah, I used to love the cartoon. I you know, played in a playground when I was younger. I had mm. like all the models and oh sorry, the, you know the, the toys. Yeah, I used to bloody <laughs> love figures. turtles. Yeah, 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 the figures. Yeah. So so um, if you're going to just play a single player, do you think it's still worth a shot? Or yeah, totally. If you're not playing local co-op or online, is it still think, worth it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, if you're Oh, no, I don't want to say it. Yeah, yeah, just play it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, on, say? it's on Game Pass as well. It's like so. Yeah, you can play that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I um, yeah, that. like I've I really enjoyed the time I've spent with it in co-op, but I'm actually looking forward to going back and and playing it on my own as well, just to just to be able to take more of it in, have like a clear idea of what is going on at any one point. Um, yeah, I think I think that's totally valid just to play it on your own. Mm-hmm. So, so now that you've gone through it, James, you said you you want to play a game of Basher. I mean, like, what what really is drawing you really properly to play it again and again, really? Or is well, it? Well, there is character unlocks as well. Mm. Um, there are character unlocks rather, and um, like, because by finishing it, I unlocked a character that I'd like to play as. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm okay. going to go back for that, I think. But then also, you could like level all the characters as well, and then give them, you know, like new abilities and all that kind of thing. So I I, I will go back to this, I think, and we will play it again together because yeah, we had a great time. I think I I mean I might be making this up but I think some of the levels have like secret exits as well that's what's implied by the map anyway like mm-hmm. it looks like there's there's roads leading off from some of the levels that don't you know don't get sort of filled in after you finish the level so I'm wondering if there's secret exits but I don't know I'm not checked See there's also this is not related to this but there's isn't there a Turtles collection coming out soon or there did is. I dream that Yes um which does not include the the GBA one that I really like no, which is weird, um, yeah. but yeah, I gather like the I've no yeah I, I don't think I've played any of the arcade ones, um, but I gather they hold up. I did something really stupid this week. Oh God, what? Like, oh, really how many st- copies of FIFA did you buy? Because no, they no, bought well, an no, arcade. No, no, this this is just I don't know why I did this. We we watched Sonic the Hedgehog two, like the uh-huh. film, yeah. and right. I was not even, I didn't like it that much. I don't think it was that good. Oh, I, 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 you didn't like it compared to the first one? No, nah, I thought really? the first one was a lot better. Yeah. Right. It was especially. I mean, yeah. I mean, David. Dave. I know David really liked it. Um, we we chatted about it over like messaging or whatever like that. And I, I'm not a huge fan because I just found 
There was it was Darman level acting in that film, <laughs> and it was it's so it really good. With the first know. film, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, it was a bit that was a bit of a shame. But anyway, but, and I know you'll probably never be able to realistically answer this, but do you think it's because the first one was a surprise and you went in with low expectations and it was good, and now you're like, oh, first one's good. This one, like, are the expectations too high already, or is it really genuinely a level of quality lower? Uh, possibly. I mean, I just felt I didn't feel that the the jokes landed. Like a, a few did, but a lot, a lot really didn't. And there was a lot of that kind of like pause for laughter here kind of stuff, right? Where it's just like that. I don't think, I don't think it was that funny. You know, it was was my problem with it. And I mean, Jim Carrey was fine, um, but I didn't find anyone else that particularly good in it. So, what, was, what did Asher or whoever watched it? Whoever you think? Uh, he thought it was all right. Chen was really bored, and she liked the first one. You know, she just was like, all right, okay, you know, like, like playing with the phone and stuff like that because it's just like yeah, this is not that interesting so anyway but yeah so well, yeah, watching what was that the, the sad thing you did go on I bought Sonic Origins and I don't Whoa. know why okay. I don't know why I did I pre-ordered it on Switch right <laughs> um, because I just suddenly thought yeah that, that's that's got to be a good pack like you know like playing all those games again and then I just thought but I've played those games so many times and I already own them on everything <laughs> Why have I just spent more money to buy them? Yeah. And I don't even know if it's going to be good or not. That because often weird. those those emulation, like, you know, it's often not great on these things. And you can't get a refund either because it's Nintendo <laughs> yeah. and they don't do that. So now I'm stuck with it. And I just thought, why did I buy that? I don't that know why. stupid. I mean, like, at least pre-order a disc where you can cancel it before. It's not out on disc. I did check. <laughs> you know, it's digital only? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's digital only. And I, I mean, that's how you get, they get you, isn't it? It's just. I mean, I should have bought the turtled one instead because that would have yeah. at least that would have been some games that I've not played or you know like for a long time. Oh, why I did I do that? With, uh, you know, so I mean, spoilers for next week, I guess. Dave's bought the uh, the MiU Mini, the uh, emulation handheld we were talking about last week, and like I was saying, how yeah, you know, when you get an emulation handheld and you're like, oh man, it's got five million ROMs on it. Um, and you kind of just go through, play everything for ten seconds. That like you, you, you look for games that you remember. Sorry, that was Mara shaking her ears. Have you heard that? Um, <laughs> well, I didn't hear that. <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll yeah, be, I'm sure it'll be on the recording. Um, yeah, you, you, you know, you look for things that you remember that you've played before, and you, know, you, you play it for twenty seconds. You go, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, I remember this. And it's only when you get past that and you start looking for the things that you've kind, you know, you've heard are good but you missed at the time. Um, and that's when it starts getting interesting. So yeah, you shouldn't have bought Sonic Origins, James. You just wanted more <laughs> of the blue blur, didn't you, James? Oh, I did, yeah, I really did. It's just, oh, I feel annoyed. I feel, I do feel annoyed now because I just think I don't even know what I'm going to play on there because I've played them all to death so many times. Apart from Sonic CD, which I, when I played it the other night, I didn't enjoy it at all. Really? So I don't know. Yeah, shame. Well, I'm an we'll look forward to that. When's that coming out? It's out this week. I think it's on Thursday. I think. Oh yeah, June twenty third. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. Well, expect to hear more of that next week. I'm excited <laughs> to hear about her Sonic Origins. Yeah, <laughs> irritating. Um, I've got a couple of others. Um, so I've played the demo of Escape Academy. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is the yeah the Escape Room game, the one that's coming to Xbox and Game Pass. Uh, I mean the the demo. I don't know if the demo's on Xbox. I know that I think it's was it today that a ton of demos went up on. The Xbox. Yeah, so Xbox yeah. have announced like their kind of Xbox ID demo event, yeah. a little bit similar to Steam Next Fest, yeah. but it's but yeah, basically a ton of demos. I assume from Summer Game Fest. I haven't actually looked at the list. Yeah, no, yeah, I need to investigate. But yeah, so I, I played this on Steam. Um, 
and it's yeah i'm really looking forward to it now it's it's you know because it's one of those where because it's obviously recreating something that you can do in real life it's kind of you know the two sides to it are like well a are they like interesting and engaging escape rooms and b how have they gone about you know like how what's the interface like you know what's the 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 general experience of of playing it um like and yeah yeah they've absolutely nailed it it's i i felt it was really seamless um it's obviously it starts you off like at the at the ground level right you you do like a um like it doesn't patronize you it's not like here is the tutorial go over and do this and press this and ah, that's a number use that on that lock etc like you you are left to figure it out although there are hints available um but like yeah so the first room i solved in one minute and 21 seconds because uh, <laughs> i'm hard um but that's that's fine because you know I've, I've done these in real life like it should it should have been easy for me and if you was the, the your first ever um attempt at doing something like this like it is a weird thing to get your head around um so that you know makes sense and then yeah basically the demo then goes from there to um you sort of we leave the the sort of tutorial room and then you it sort of plays around with like so you leave the escape room but then you're still in the building where the escape room was and there's like a further sort of mystery to then leave the building right and and it sort of escalates from okay. there um and yeah it was yeah it's just it's all really nicely done as i say the the interface like it, it warns you at the start it's like what well, it doesn't warn you it just says you know like you probably w- sort of comes up with a message saying you probably will need a pen and paper like to make notes as you go i didn't have to um for the the rooms that were in the demo purely because like you can basically it's dead easy to sort of bring up you know you press the y button to bring up your inventory and then you just sort of you know uh, like up and down with the d-pad and you can select so say like you've picked up some documents or leaflets or whatever that have clues on them you can then like pin one of those to your field of view so like you press one button and then that just sort of stays in the bottom right hand corner so if you've got something that has got like a code on it or whatever rather than having to like you know look at it memorize a number or write it down in real life and then close it and then go to the thing you need to type the number in on you can just have it all on screen so yeah all, all that stuff is is really seamless and really enjoyable um so yeah i'm i'm properly looking forward to that coming out i am still gutted it's only two-player co-op i was gonna um, ask yeah, yeah a, that's, a, that's I, annoying isn't it but I, 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 don't, I don't know if they're worried that like with more people you might race through it like a bit too quickly or or what um but obviously i've only played this, the first few levels like it's obviously going to get more complex as you go sorry go on james this is online court though yeah it this is one. yes well it's, it's online and and split screen um would it work for a stream do you think oh absolutely yeah same as I mean, well, not the same as Operation Tango because that's that's about you being split up, isn't it? Whereas in this, like, you are you're in the room together. Um, mm-hmm. But as I say, what what I always love about escape rooms is like you can do an escape room with like two, three people, and they'll just there'll be stuff that you're completely stuck on that someone else will be like, oh no, this is really obvious to me. Whereas <laughs> sometimes everyone else will be like racking their brains trying to figure something out, and then it just comes to you, and you can't even really explain why. And it's like, oh give me that newspaper clipping and that key and then right and then i have to i just have to do this and then you solve something and everyone else is completely baffled and it's those moments are, are really fun so yeah hopefully it, it does that as it as it gets harder um so yeah definitely keep an eye on that um i've also uh after a listener recommended matt play it the other week i've gone mm-hmm. back to the ascent um which is the yeah the sort of you know 
a sort of twin stick shooter slash RPG um, uh, in a cyberpunk setting um, where you're on this, you know, this this sort of alien planet where you live in this giant arcology, this basically this huge tower um, that I I can't remember what it's for, but it's basically like its own like nation essentially just in this one sort of gargantuan tower and at the base of the, the the central sort of plot point is that the corporation that owns it just went bankrupt and it's like all this sort of the issues that arise from that and how there's some people who like are like oh fuck like we could take control for ourselves like this could be amazing and some people are just like oh i hope we get bought out soon and someone takes on my contract because this is weird and scary. And like, um, when are the administrators getting in here? Because yeah. I need to work out what my, yeah. you know, it's sick pay is with the new uh, terms. Exactly, mate. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, yeah, and it's just this really cool twin-stick shooter that takes a lot of cues from, like, third-person sort of cover-based shooters, basically. And I, I really wanted to love it when it first came out. I mean, it's a couple of years old now. Was it was it was it last year or a year before? I thought it was last year because no, yeah, so yeah, I, I remember you year, talking but... about it and being yeah. kind of down on it. And yeah, not, not, not like it much. Yeah, there was a lot of things I loved about it, but it was just it was too fucking hard if you played on your own. I don't think. I mean, if there was any scaling going on, there wasn't enough. Um, and yeah, there, it's actually less than a year old. God, it came out at the end of July. Oh God, was it right? So it's yeah, coming up to a year. Blimey. Um, uh, yeah, so and the online multiplayer didn't really work very well at launch, and it was too hard playing single player. So I was kind of forced to abandon it. But I really loved like the world um, and like you know the way it looks um, and the the fact that it's like it's this top down perspective, but it's sort of it like tweaks it right as you as you're moving around certain areas. There'll be there'll be certain places where it's like, oh, actually, it would be really cool to sort of pan the camera down a little bit and let you get, like, a really cool shot of, like, all the stuff that's behind you. So it's, like, it like it, it's not, like, you know, a full, um, like, explorable city, like in, like in Cyberpunk. It is quite controlled, but it's really smart the way they use line of sight, right? And they specifically build the things they know you can see from a distance. So you get that sense of, of scale, and it feels like this huge, you know, lived-in city whilst not actually giving you as much freedom as you would think um and it's really smart and they've added a photo mode as well which is really cool i mean i, I love you know i love a good photo mode anyway oh, i saw some um, of your pictures on twitter yeah, they looked amazing oh thank you um and yeah it's like so it's really fun to play with that stuff anyway but it's also fascinating to just be like right i'm just going to turn the camera around 180 degrees and it's like oh yeah it's all just blank walls and stuff that you're not supposed to be able to see you know um so it's kind of fascinating just from like a level design perspective and sort of where they've made efficiencies and they've gone like right well if the player's moving around in this space and the camera's looking this way here are the things that they're never going to see right and the things we don't Here's have to a look million at clipping yeah exactly it's just all stuff that you're not meant to look at but um so they, yeah that that's been fascinating as well and yeah sorry so that they appear to have rebalanced it like i've, I've been playing it i'm playing it on easy um and still finding it quite challenging in places. Like there's been some story missions where I've had to, like it's said that I'm the, you know, the recommended level, but I've, you know, after dying sort of 10 times in the same fight, I'm, I've just then gone, oh, I'll sod this. I'm going to do some side quests and, and level up a bit, which is, you know, fine, standard RPG stuff. And it doesn't feel like, it's not like a JRPG where you're like, oh, this is just grinding now. Like it's because the, the shooting is that fun moment to moment. You never really mind like going away and doing side quests and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd really like it now. Um, I yeah, I've actually put like another sort of ten hours into it or something this week. Um, 
and I I think it's like you know we talked about the difference between like the Avengers game and Guardians of the Galaxy and how Avengers was weirdly daunting because they did the whole game as a service thing whereas Guardians of the Galaxy just has an ending I think like like getting back into Destiny 2 a bit with the new season and really enjoying it but there's still that sense of like oh yeah but this never fucking ends and never will um whereas so to go from that to something like the ascent where i'm just like i am making progress and at some point i'll be able to say i finished it and then i can put it to bed is a nice feeling yeah i love i love that <clears throat> there was a point at one time in my life i was playing like fifa destiny rocket league and i'm like <laughs> how none of these games ever have an end yeah. this is and I, I, at that point, I was like, I need to kind of play games where I can start and finish them. It's weird, isn't Not it? The, 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 only, the only one of those sort of games I can play is FIFA. Like, I, <laughs> I don't play any other sort of ones like that because it, it's it's just too much of a time sink. And there's so mm. many there's so many other games like to play and so much good stuff to like you know to like experience. I just think uh, I, I haven't got time for like many many of these. Like and that. it's it's weird, isn't it? Because like it shouldn't be about like ticking things off. Right, it shouldn't, no, it shouldn't be about all. like finishing things for the sake of it, and but, all I can say I finished that now. But there is something about that I feeling, isn't myself there? in different worlds. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I want different stories and different worlds and stuff like that. That's that's why I like yeah. and playing the, lots of different stuff. The satisfaction of seeing something to its conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but with those kind of life service games, you know, games like or FIFA, whether you class it as life service game or not, I don't know. But um, you know, those kinds of games, there is an, an inherent pressure to keep going down the you know do, checking off things and even mm. if you don't even if you don't kind of consciously know about it like it you're you feel like you're on a treadmill with those things yes. and then when you play one game you feel, i felt guilty for not playing not putting time into rocket league or <laughs> you know destiny or whatever it was at the time yeah. um yeah 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 um so how long is this game is it a, do you know i said you played before I, I think it stop. is quite long like i feel like obviously having played quite a bit of it when it first came out and then let's say putting another sort of 10-ish hours in this week i don't i don't feel like i'm anywhere near the end like i'm you know so you start at the bottom of this tower and you you're working your way up as you you know doing jobs and getting you know new employers as you go and stuff and like i'm on level two (laughs) of this tower i don't know how many levels there are but also like it you know it's really cool because yeah so you go from like the bottom level which is shit obviously um and then yeah then you move up one level and it's like oh fuck this is actually like a lot nicer um and there's like and it's and it's really interesting sort of thinking like well shit what's the next level like or the one after that and like you hear about you know obviously the other sort of the bottom levels people talk about like what it must be like on the top level because they can't even imagine it right they've never like it's all all access is like totally blocked off um, unless you got like the yeah. right clearance, so yeah, pe- people can only imagine what those those upper levels are like. And as a player, you sort of feel that because you do spend so much time in those lower levels. Um, so yeah, like I'm, I'm really excited to see more of it. Um, so yeah, the ascent it's on Game Pass, um, and, and the gameplay holds up because like, everything yes. you've just described and stuff I've seen before sounds right up my street yeah. but then when i think oh no it's a, it's a twin stick shooter i mean not that i haven't enjoyed twin stick shooters mm. like geometry wars and other ones um that i can't remember right now i haven't i've not like been against them mm. i've enjoyed my time with them but i think about this i'm asked, i don't know if i really can be bothered with a twin it's, stick shooter but it's the, the gameplay difficulty holds up. that would bother me more 
is just like just thinking, oh, this is going to be like <laughs> something which is going to take me forever to get through. It's no, even it's honestly I'm kind of enjoying it. It's it's I I would recommend trying it now, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. Like when back when it first came out, I yeah, I would say probably give it a swerve just because the difficulty was as intense as it was there's still you know there, there are still fights where i'm having to like i'll fail a couple of times and then i'll just sort of have to stop and be like right hang on let's have a little rethink like because it because it looks like a twin stick shooter there there's sometimes the temptation to forget about like the cover stuff right so you can like i was saying last week so even though it's a twin stick shooter you can press the left trigger and your character will like you know bring the gun up like to sort of aim down the sights Obviously, it's still a top-down view, but it means, like, you move slower, but you shoot more accurately. You're more likely to get critical hits, and also you're shooting higher than you would normally. So, like, if an enemy's, like, behind some cover, like, you'll need to raise the gun to shoot over the cover. So, like, as they peek up, you know, you, you then hit the left trigger and then and then shoot. But then, equally, you're also ducking behind cover as well, right? And you can sort of blind fire over cover, or you can press the left trigger to actually pop up and shoot properly. Um so it's kind. Of, you sometimes have to remind yourself that all those things are are in there, rather than just kind of wading in and just sort of swinging the right stick around and and shooting everyone, which you, you know you can get away with at times. But there are times we have to start thinking more tactically. But it feels good to do that, and like it's like oh yeah, there's all this stuff in this game, all this this nuance and like, and that's before you get into the RPG stuff. There's like tons of different weapons for you to level up, and you know different abilities. Um, I mean, it kind of shoots itself in the foot by like. One of the the sort of you know cyber augmentations you start with is basically just this really powerful like punch like you just like absolutely batter anyone who's near you and it looks like you punch their soul out of their body it's incredible like the effect that it yes, uses that sounds good it looks so good and that remains like one of the best abilities you get like I, I took me a long time to actually unequip it but then you get so like now I have that and then I have like a little like squad of like like robot spiders that i can just spawn and they sort of run off and just blow up and damage a load of people and there's all sorts of weird shit in there um and again you know certain encounters you might you might sort of stop and think right hang on if i change these abilities this might go a little bit easier there's all like different damage types of different types of enemies all all that stuff to dig into um i yeah i i, I it's now a a thorough recommendation especially if you're if you're into you know sci-fi and cyberpunk settings like the mm. the city itself is is worth showing up for um there's some very obvious nods like there's a bit where you see a police station and it's literally the one from blade runner um I really yeah, it's, okay. <laughs> it's just like wow that's not subtle at all but i'm, I'm all right with it um and, and like the sound designs like superb as well there's there's a a mode so you know like you know most games in the sound settings now the most games will have the thing where it's like oh there's like a home theater setting or a tv speaker setting or a headphone setting yeah whereas this also has indent mode so indent is the the term for like workers in this tower right um i.e it's a you know a polite word for slave effectively but yeah there's an indent mode and it's like if you put that on with headphones on it's so fucking intense like it's really clearly like it's just supposed to feel like what it, you know, what it would actually feel like if you were there. Um, okay. With like, so like everything's like loud as fuck, and you can, it's just it's fascinating to listen to. I can't do it for more than a few minutes because it's so intense, um, but it's it's well worth experiencing. Okay. Have you um? Does ES have Dolby Atmos? Have Ooh, you bought? I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't bought the license. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, definitely, yeah. it's really good. I was really impressed when I got it. Yeah, obviously, I'm intrigued. Atmos, you, know, you can hear like the height of audio and stuff, and I wonder how it work on the game like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Um, I tried it, though. but I've not noticed it that much with most games that I've played. But I think you have to, do. You, do you, don't you have to configure it for each each game you play or whatever. Um, or I, I I don't think I have. I mean, there's like there's an app on Xbox. You buy a license, and then you can have like various demos, and you can set it whether it's like you know films or TV or whatever mm-hmm. or games. Um, and but often in games, it's just like you turn on an atmosphere on it, and it's been fine for me. I mean, but mm-hmm. I, I I feel like there's a real benefit, and you can yeah, you generally can kind of hear the height of audio, which is weird. Not just oh, okay surround sound where it's like to my left, to my right, behind me or whatever, but to actually hear. Oh, it's coming not just from the right, but top right or mm. bottom left or something. It's a really unique experience. Because I've mm-hmm. I've heard a bit of Atmos at a friend's house where they've got the it's like a, a sound bar, um, which I mean is interesting in and of itself because it's you know obviously a prop a quote unquote proper Atmos setup. You're supposed to have those those speakers like higher up, um, whereas the sound bar works, I believe, by firing the audio up so that it bounces off the ceiling down at you, which. I was very skeptical about, but I was what game? I can't remember what game they had on, but it was um, they started raining in the game, and I was like, "Oh, the rain is above me. That's really weird." Like, <laughs> like it sounded yeah, like it that's was coming great. down from, but like it was, yeah, really impressed. Um, so yeah, so if the headphone experience is anything like that, that is intriguing. Um, uh, just on the mm. on the demo thing you mentioned a moment ago, mm. have you played? You probably haven't mentioned it, but uh, you know there's Agent 64, which is like the, oh, I haven't, the Golden Eye. No, I haven't. The Golden yeah, yeah. basically got the shameless ripoff of Golden Eye. Yeah. I just wanted to know if you played that or not. No, I haven't. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know how long Steam Next Fest is going on for. I think it's still got like another week or something. Um, yeah, I didn't but, think it was actually that long, but mm, um, I it, yeah, I, I, I want to see what that what that demo is about. Mm. Yeah, I'll have a look. Anyway, sorry, that's enough from me, Matt. Yes, I've only played one game, um, and it's a shame Dave isn't here because he has also been playing this game. He loves it. It's Neon White. Yes, I'm. I'm really keen to hear. Uh, about I've it. been playing on Switch, and that's out on PC as well. Sean, have you been playing it since it came out on PC, or have you just? I not haven't. No, I'm, I'm probably going to get it on Switch. I know I was. I was umming and ahhing about it because the type of game that it is, which obviously we'll get into in a second. I was thinking, ah, I'm probably not going to want to play it with like the Joy-Con sticks. Um, yeah. But also, I re- once I realised there's there's leaderboards involved, I don't want to compete with a load of mouse and keyboard people. Fuck that. But hang on, is it, that it okay? Is it cross platform then in terms of leaderboards or not? I wouldn't have thought so. It's not. I think it because it no, makes no, such a huge I, difference I, I, to how it plays. I don't think it would be yeah, fair. To, no, I can do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what what is it, Matt? So well, it's kind of hard to describe, but I guess I'll describe it as like a speed running FPS. Mm-hmm. You play as uh, an assassin and you being kind of tasked to kill loads of demons in um in this environment and basically if you do that then you get a chance to stay in heaven i think that's a story standard stuff um yeah. p- correct me if i'm wrong sean <laughs> uh, but that's obviously just like the, the basic backdrop what, what the game actually is is you uh, yeah speed running from one part of this um this 3d environment to the other levels can last as little as kind of like 12 seconds mm. really but most of these levels are super fast uh to get through it's about getting through them as as quick as possible but to get through them there can be like huge jumps over landscapes and um you, to get over them you pick up um these things called uh soul cards and they can give you various weapons and you can get weapons like katana or like a machine gun or a pistol or whatever but it's not really about 
what they do. Uh, you can use them to kill these uh, enemies on the map, but it's more they have, um, I think it's called like a discharge ability. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's when you can drop the card and that might enable you to do like a double jump or like a, a sideways jump or like a, almost like a teleport across, across vast uh, distances. And so then you're juggling um, between using the ability you've got to to kill an enemy, and often if and a, a bunch of these levels have enemies where you need to kill all the enemies on on the level in order to complete it. So you're juggling between the actual uh, ability of these cards using a machine gun, then discharging them at the right point to give yourself a double jump to reach the next part of the level, um, and then ba- and 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 play, basically using a combination of them two to get through as fast as as possible. And it's so exhilarating to try and get through his levels as fast as possible. The first three levels are pretty basic. Um, you, you can basically almost like see see the exit, see the end point. But then, I mean, I'm only on. I mean, I'm not far in it at all. I'm like only like four hours in, and and I've been taking a lot of time to kind of go back through previous levels, and I'll explain why in a minute. But um, even in like the levels I've seen, that you know, it's, that there's a lot of verticality, and so mm. at the start of level, you don't really know where the levels are going. You're basically just kind of racing through and trying to kind of feel your feel your way through these levels be that either by killing killing uh, enemies or just trying to work out where the next jump is going to take you essentially mm. and yet i find I've, i'm finding that i'm basically doing a bunch of levels or levels a bunch of different times what first couple of goes i'll see if i can get through to the end then maybe i'll do another couple of goes to try and improve my time there's like various grades there's like you know bronze silver gold and an ace i think is is uh, is the top mm. one um, and these again all on leaderboards. Uh, by completing levels at various times, you get different abilities. I think if you complete, um, I think if you complete one on uh, on uh, and get a bronze medal, then you then get access to like hints to show you like the uh, ultimate route okay. through uh, through a level. Oh, that's really smart. Another level, if you get it for like silver or gold, you unlock um, your ghost for like from your previous run. Mm. Um, there's also like the amount of times you play a level you get I can't remember what it's meters called but you basically get like a bit of like experience uh, for each of these levels up to up to level four and if you get say like a gold or an ace level uh, ace medal then you'll like whiz through to like level one level two level three and once you get to level four on each level which again takes no more than like two three four goes of a level mm. uh, depending on how good you are then you get access to the global leaderboard so even the global leaderboards aren't unlocked immediately right. on each level it's just like the more you play it then you get a chance to see how everyone else done. Obviously, you can see how your friends are doing, um, and I can see how Dave is ahead of me in every single <laughs> uh, every single level. But it's it's not about that. As well as that, and so I've seen this. Uh, I've seen a trailer on various directs, and I was like, "Yeah, this looks fantastic. Great trailer. Looks really interesting. You know, shooting enemies, racing through levels. That's cool." But what I hadn't I hadn't really looked any more about the game, and what I hadn't anticipated is that there's a whole kind of relationship kind of thing that happens in addition to this so i did the first few levels and then suddenly you're presented with like a map of areas to go in in this location you're in and and basically you can go to like church to talk to someone you can go to a bar to talk to other uh, other assassins because you are playing as neon white and then there's people like neon red neon orange neon violet or whatever there's other characters basically who are all uh, competing and you're competing too to kill all these demons within 10 days and if you get them done in 10 days the idea is you get to stay in heaven for another year until the next competition so in between levels you're then going back to these locations talking to the other um the other neons the other characters you're kind of you're getting to know them a bit more within each level is also gifts and if you collect that gift you can then give that to one of the uh-huh. other did you say you say gifts or gifts 
Uh, gifts. James Farley gifts. Uh, yeah, that's James, James. Yeah. You're not in this game. <laughs> I suppose it's going to have memes. You know, like. uh, so yeah, it's gifts, prizes, and each is levels. And you can, um, if you uh, pick them up in a level, you can then give them to the other Neons during your conversations. And those unlock side missions, extra dialogue, uh, other other things. So again, if you want to progress your relationship with certain other assassins uh, as you, uh, that you talk to during the course of the game, you can do that by giving them gifts and, and whatnot but um no it, it's i was not anticipating that side of the game whatsoever mm. there's loads of dialogue it's incredibly anime uh it makes know? kind of like real life references to things i wasn't expecting that side of the game at all but it's really refreshing i think sorry james when i saw this it okay sean i'm probably completely wrong with this yeah. but it reminds me a lot of visually of paradise killer yes is that right 100%. or am i wrong yeah yeah no totally very similar it really yeah. looks very similar sort of vibe yeah. as well to it. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, yeah, like the, the the writing is quite sharp. It's quite funny. Um, so in uh, in heaven, everyone you have always like other assassins, and you have um, these other kind of uh, these other characters. I can't remember what they're called, but basically there's like these, I think they're like spirits or something. Mm. But each of the neons in this location sees their own spirit in the way they see them. Right. So so neon white, the character you play, you or everyone, all the other kind of NPCs, not not the neons, these other people in like the various locations uh, you see them as like f- uh, basically anime cats right. and this other dude kind of walked in and said oh wow John Cena's here <laughs> because that neon must see that person or right. all the other people as John Cena yeah, yeah. Uh, so he makes some kind of funny real real world <laughs> references to that kind of that kind of stuff which cool. I think mm. is quite interesting mm. I'm just I'm, um, I'm only quite early in but um, yeah I'm sure it, I'm excited to see where it goes how much so how much have you played oh Sean? no I haven't played any no no I'm, I'm, okay but you played do you not play a demo or something before? No, I, I oh, okay. meant to, but yeah, I just never got around to it. So, I, Well, it was one of those, it was like, I'm probably definitely buying it anyway, so it wasn't, uh, yeah, I didn't feel the need to play the demo when it was available. Um, but yeah, so I, I've having heard about like your experiences with it, and um, so are you, are you playing on Switch, yeah? I am playing on Switch, yeah. Cool, yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, for, for that reason alone, like you and Dave are playing on Switch, so I'm just going to get the Switch version. I was just, yeah, I couldn't decide which version to get. Um, but I think, yeah, playing with the Pro Controller or James, the Hori Split Pad Pro, it's great. It's a great controller. I'm sure it is. It um, just looks horrific. Yeah, it's so good. Feels great in the hands. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, I think, I think I'll be absolutely fine. Um, on the switch yeah, it's definitely fun finishing a level, seeing you know the leaderboard, seeing Dave ahead of me or whatever, and I'm like, kind of, <laughs> I'll, I'll play this level a few more times to try and get close. Yeah. And well, I think that's because that's partly what interests me because I've never, I've never had you or Dave down as like speedrunners. Um, whereas you no, both seem to. Have... They are. It, they're always playing. You know, like um, oh, what was that? The motorbike one. I've forgotten. Trials. Oh, trials, that's true. Yes, it's really similar to that. Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. they love those. Like yeah. there's always that whole thing. I mean, Ollie Ollie World is the same as well. That's it's true. That sort of like you know you're getting through and you know trying to beat your scores and everything. Mm. Yeah. But no, so playing on Switch hasn't been that easy, and I can definitely oh, really? see how this game would be another level if you're playing with mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Like there's a lot of kind of quick movement, and it's about kind of pinpoint accuracy. Mm. Which, frankly, the the Switch Joy-Con just don't <laughs> don't allow you to do. And I've played most of this handheld. Oh, Dave really? has said it's basically impossible handheld. Mm. Um, I played a bit today, finally, on the TV with a Pro Controller, and it is miles, miles better. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm still, like I said, play most of it on handheld. I really love it mm. in handheld, but it is definitely, uh, it's definitely more of a TV game. And I think it'll be 
even better on mouse and keyboard, but then you're competing against yeah. other kind of sweaty mouse and keyboard players. <clears throat> but um, it, yeah, the, the Switch controller just does, the, the Joy Cons just don't have the kind of level of kind of accuracy and dexterity you kind of need with a game of it's about pinpoint accuracy and split second kind of reactions and yeah. it just feels like there's a massive dead zone in these controllers just not it's not suitable for this at all but I haven't said that I've played enough I've got like you know top scores on, on a bunch of these levels and um, so it's it's good enough mm. but it's not it's not where it could yeah. be Let, let's yeah. just say that yeah sure but no like it, it, it's incredibly anime the, the way like the characters talk to each other which I think is is fun and enjoyable mm-hmm. all the characters that you, you speak to the various other neons they all have like their own kind of various idiosyncrasies and kind of various styles which i think is interesting um i give them like a bunch of gifts to all of them to see where that leads me um and yeah it's just immensely fun so far i mean like so i've gone i've flip-flopped between just uh, playing the level and maybe getting the gift and then moving on and then i've kind of oh no ash i'm going to go back and do and get all the gifts from all the first set of levels so yeah, as I said, the, the, basically you have like ten days to do all this stuff in, and um, like the first, the first day is like ten levels. I believe it might be ten levels for the second one. I've got the impression that actually some of these changes. It's not literally like a mm. hundred levels. Uh, I've got the impression that actually the one of the days might be way shorter. I think I heard on another podcast. Okay. So, uh, but I st- but having said that, I still feel feel still still feels like there's an absolute shed load of content in this mm. game. Cool. And um, yeah, if you like, you know, it, it's it's feels like part visual novel part kind of relationship game obviously speed running and fast action kind of fps action and the music is absolutely fantastic really really good music whether you're in the game itself or whether you're just literally on the menu it's it's really great music and yeah the action when you nail it when you nail like a shortcut or when you successfully combine like a jump or switching from one weapon to the other and you discharge this card which enables you to double jump higher and then you you know fire off four rounds to kill the four demons and then you know jump somewhere else to get an amazing time it feels amazing when you properly nail it this is definitely kind of flow state gaming Mm. um so yeah it's 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 brilliant so far I'm, i'm really enjoying it i'm just i'm just so fascinated by the fact that this is so this this has been made by ben esposito i mean and other people obviously but um ben made uh donut county which yes which i i didn't <laughs> it's quite a hard pivot yeah isn't it? like which I, I didn't really get on with donut county i thought it was fine um but i just i don't know i felt like every level i was just sort of going through the motions of like oh well i'll just keep swallowing objects and oh, i've done the level now i played an absolute shed load of that mostly because it was really easy to get achievements so when i was <laughs> properly addicted to marks of award points i i played a lot yeah. of that well it was, it was like the last couple of levels actually started having like interesting puzzles and stuff and i was like oh my god why couldn't have you know why couldn't the rest of the game been like this but but yeah point is it was quite a chill you know funny sort of cute um you know puzzle game um, yeah. whereas, I mean, I suppose Neon White is, in a sense, like a, a kind of puzzle game. But yeah, in every, in every oh, it other definitely sense. feels like a puzzle game for sure. Yeah. I mean, like even so, as I said, there's you can get through a level, and you can basically get a terrible time. As long as you get to the end, then that's fine. Or you can then start to actually improve it, improve your time to get the various kind of, as I said, the bonuses for hitting a bronze or silver. And then there's the gift to do it to to get as well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, all of them are all of them fall like puzzles in itself. Yeah. Really. In the first few, you're just trying to trying to feel your way through. But um, in level design as well, it needs to be commended. Mm. It's like it's really really good. It's um, 
it's one of those ones where you feel like, am I, you know, I feel like this is probably the right direction. And in the end, no, it is the right direction to go in because the game's funneled you in a certain way or just like naturally you feel like once once I've hit that bit, I want to turn around and go up there and you find, oh no, that, that is definitely the way to go. Mm. So level design so far. And again, I'm only in the early stages of the game. I know Dave's done way more than I have, so I'm excited to, see, to hear more about what he's played next week. Mm. But um, no, it's, it's really good. And yeah, all the other relationship stuff, I just didn't, know was a part of the game so that stuff i'm enjoying just as much as a kind of frenetic speed running action yeah, cool no i'll definitely i'll definitely get it bought uh, james you should play us james i know it's got cards in james but you should play it <laughs> yeah they're not really uh, cards yeah. though are they no they're no they're, they're basically weapons then why do they have to be cards why can't they just be anything else they it's just a way to visually represent it they're just weapon switching basically just well then represent it that way it doesn't have to be cards you need something on screen to because we get, also you can collect kind of multiple of the same card. So the stops or, cards or, or slash ability or slash weapon. All right, okay, James. Fine. If you had to choose, if you had to choose, <laughs> go on <laughs> to get into well, not to get into, but to to try either Magic the Gathering or <laughs> Pokemon Trading Card Game. <laughs> Which one would you choose? Pokemon trading card game. Okay, cool. Every day of the week. Right, well, I'll, yeah. I'll bring a couple of decks to Sheffield then. Nice one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> right, is that it for what we've been? Yeah, playing? That, that's it for me. Cool. Yeah. Um, questions. If you would like to send us a question, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Rex Reese says, in a world with no subscription services or digital downloads you are only able to rent one game per year from Blockbuster, then hand it in to exchange for a new game once per year. No sharing, selling, or buying on the black market. What game are you returning today after playing for a year, and what are you replacing it with? This is tough, because I've not finished anything recently. Um, I don't want to... Yeah, I, was, I, I think... If, if we're trying to... Oh, not, I've not even played it for a year. I was going to say, I feel like... If I'm choosing something that I've put shed loads of time into, but now I have to swap it for something else, like probably Elden Ring. Not that I mm. want to stop playing it. I just haven't played it for a while. Do you know what I mean? But this, uh, if we okay, but are we have do we have to exchange it for something new? Or no, is it I don't like, think because so. No, you yeah, just, no, you're in Blockbuster. All the games are there. What what you're grabbing to see you through the next year? And can I only play this for a year? Is that right? Yes. I think that's the point. Okay, so well, you have to give it back after a year. Maybe you can pick it up again. I yeah. don't know. Well, at the moment, then I'll return Cyberpunk because I'm right at the end of that, uh-huh. and I'll replace it with Civilization Six because I never get yeah. bored of that. So that's a good shout. There you go. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna do a shitty cheat. Um, <laughs> I I could return. So bear in mind. So in in real life, I generally prefer games to be on the Switch, right? But Oh no, but this isn't this isn't real. This isn't actually Desert Island Discs, is it? This is still in the normal. Ah, bollocks! Yes, right, I, I was going to say I would return my Switch copy of Monster Hunter Rise and claim a Steam copy instead because <laughs> the Steam copy is that's going against the spirit of the I game know, is, of the question, cheating. Sean. You no, know I think the the point I'm making is that if yeah, if it was just me playing on my own with no chance of playing with other people. I would probably switch over to the PC version. I'd be happy to start again because, like, let's face it, it's the better version of the game. Um, but I can't play it on the toilet. So, and everyone I know who plays the game plays on Switch. Um, 
so yeah, no, that's just a bad. bad. You have to buy a Steam Deck, and then you can play it on the oh, toilet. Oh god, that's true. Can I have? Can I have a Steam Deck, Reese? I mean, I don't, I don't mean you don't have to buy me one. I'm saying for the sake of this question, am I allowed a Steam Deck? God, that would be perfect. <laughs> Blockbuster used to rent hardware, didn't they? Like God, yeah, yeah, used to be able to rent a console. Hardware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My God, it seems insane. Surely, rent a mega CD. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I say it seems insane. I guess, yeah, obviously, if it received any damage whatsoever, I'm sure you had to pay full whack for it. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, one of these games for me is, is Destiny Two mm-hmm. because. You know, you know you'll be able to have a whole year of content easy. 100%. Like there's there's, yeah. there's no risk there whatsoever. Yeah. Um so I'll um yeah, let, let's say I'm returning Destiny Two today. And what you're getting Sonic Origins, you know. A year. A year. <laughs> Do you know what I probably could like what I probably could play for a year if it was the only thing I had to play. Which which sounds like a backhanded compliment, but <laughs> I I still see stuff about Genshin Impact all the time, and I just think like, yeah, I had a really good time playing that. Why did I stop? And then I load it up on my phone, and I'm just like, yeah, this isn't the best experience actually. I can't I remember now. Um, and it's like, oh, I could play it on PC, and then it's like a 130 gig download or something. And I just, I just want it on the Xbox. Why won't they just put it on the Xbox? It is annoying when that happens, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it just—it feels like this, 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 this huge, you know, gener- like genuinely generous seeming free-to-play game um, that I've I've never felt like I've had to spend any money in, um, and I feel like I've got plenty out of it. Um, that's just kind of sitting there and is is ever expanding, and, and you know, some people seem to be really into it. Well, and I just—it's never... coming to Switch soon, is it? Yeah. Is it definitely? Because hasn't that been like on the cards for years and they've just never talked about it? Don't mention cards around, James. Oh, that's true. Acor- Sorry. Acor- <laughs> <laughs> According to Wikipedia, it says the game is also set for release on Nintendo Switch. Oh, Wikipedia? Well, well, that's, that's definitely... Because it's, I mean, it's not on PS5. It's not a Jeff Grubb uh, <laughs> fact, but I'll take it. Um, yeah, so it's, apparently it's technically been in development, but it's just never... They haven't talked about it for a long time, apparently. Well, if I could connect my existing account with that, then that would be well worth doing. I, so I played so. a fair bit of that and then mm-hmm. just stopped for, you know, what I, got, what I was most playing on the phone. Yeah. Um, but I was still kind of logging in daily for a fair amount of time just to mm-hmm. like collect the daily currency in case I ever came back and kind of played it. Mm. Because, yeah, it, it's a great game. It looked gorgeous. It was like yeah, fun man. to play. Um, it was kind of you know doing enough to keep me keep me hooked for a period, and I just fell off it for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, mm. I would love to see it on Switch or when I get, could be on PlayStation, I guess. But I, again, I think under time there was like an issue, as I said last week, with like connecting my accounts or doing like cross yeah. cross platform stuff. So I stopped. But because um, isn't it? Yeah, okay, so you can't do you still can't do cross platform with the PlayStation, right? It's only PC and mobile. I haven't can... looked into it for a while. I mean, that was the case. Mm ages ago so that yeah. I just stuck with it was basically iOS and PC and PlayStation yeah. could not meet but maybe they've changed it since yeah. who knows um, I mean it, so I'm definitely going to give in Destiny 2 and I, I mean uh-huh. I, I could just play Rocket League for an entire year and I wouldn't <laughs> get bored I don't think so I'll choose Rocket League fair dues that's it if I won game I'll just get really good at that James did you choose any or did you I can't remember yeah I did I said Civilization 6 cool Tom S uh, so the, Thomas has sent us two questions I'll just read them both out and then we'll just have at it uh, it says listening to your review of Mario Strikers this week got me wondering how often do your roles as podcasters cost you money because of the need to play games on release it sounds like James and David took a financial hit to save Matt and also many listeners 
Follow-up slash alternative question, what purchase or action do you most regret doing that is a direct result of being a TCGS member and you would not have done otherwise? I mean, it'd be easy to say Sonic Origins now, wouldn't it? God, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't yeah, do it the show. It was just a moment of the show. That was just, yeah. I think it's more than more than stuff I've bought. It's when, like, we've had, like, an email about, you know, from PR saying, oh, this game's out and, you know, let us know if you want codes and it looks cool. And then you play it and it's shit. And it's just yeah, like, that's, oh, that's why have time, I said it? I would play this? Why have I now obligated myself to talk about it and then have to send a link to the PR saying, eh, I talked about it on the show. The, luckily, the <laughs> um, so the, I won't say what it is, um, but there was one I took a code for a couple of weeks ago that looked amazing. And it's it, like it's unfinished. Like it, it's in early access, fair enough. But like it doesn't work. Um, so I'm kind of like that. That's that feels like a good enough excuse to like not cover it now. Do you know what I mean? Like, so well, I can if you really want me to. But I'm just going to say it's broken and no one should go near it yet. Yeah, um, probably. I'm sure they'll probably appreciate that. Yeah, sure, they'd love that. Um, so in that case, is like I feel like it's better for everyone to just leave it for now. Um, but yeah, there are others where it's like, oh no, why have I done this? Um, yeah, this happens most weeks. I mean, if there's like a game where either everyone's playing it and I feel like, okay, we should have an opinion, we should talk about it, then yeah, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I've bought loads of games because of that. And, you know, most, most, obviously I'm not going to be buying shit games, even if it is yeah. the big game of the week. I mean, I did buy Mario Strikers and then thankfully I hadn't <laughs> opened it and then when I heard more, I took it back. Uh, but if I wa- if I bought it because I was going to play it on that one particular Friday and if I wasn't busy on that Friday, I would have just played it and then mm. regretted it. So thankfully... Thankfully, I got busy and I didn't bother. But no, it happens all the time. Me, you know, I mean, like neon white. I, I, it looked great. Mm. Um, but I guess if it wasn't for the podcast, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I would have waited a couple of weeks. But I was like, yeah. it's a big game of the week. I wouldn't say new for my Switch, and yeah, I, I bought it because I wanted to talk about it on the show. So mm. it happens all the time. Mm. I mean, I'm, I've also, I've also <laughs> stopped talking to. I've also stopped kind of even bothering to request codes anymore. <laughs> so I just, it's, I just yeah, buy myself. It's, it's not, not indie it. stuff. Usually, I mean, even even with indie stuff, um, yeah, we don't we don't always get them, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of anything that I've like bought for the show. Um, like, I'm quite impulsive when it comes to spending, anyway. Um, so I don't I don't think I need the excuse of the show to be like, oh no, I'm going to buy this game that might not even be good. Um, like I'll yeah, like there's plenty of games I've bought and probably didn't need to but that's not the show's fault i don't think <laughs> that's a that's a youth that's a that's just a, that's a me problem yeah i'll tell you what is out um in two days time which yeah. i just realized is blade runner the enhanced edition on switch oh yeah which oh, yeah, would be I'll give that a look that'd be well worth playing and it's also cheap it's only eight quid oh nice and i think i might play that because it was yeah. it, well no james you've got Sonic Origins to play. What, what are you doing? You've got plenty to oh, get through, yeah, mate. I forgot about that. Yeah, don't need awesome. any other games. <laughs> Imagine hey, forget it. Oh, I forgot about that. I get <laughs> it. Forget <laughs> it. So uh, I'll tell you, yeah, one that's that's in my future, uh, I would imagine. So, you know, we, we talked the other week about the Knights of the Old Republic 2 um, port to Switch, which is going, I, think, I don't think it does yet, but it's going to include, um, basically, the, it's going to, like, patch in the, the sort of, unfinished ending um and sort of restore that which is really cool and like you know we, we talked about it quite a bit on the show and i was saying how cool it is that they've done that and and why it's interesting etc etc and now i sort of feel like i should 
buy it and play it and talk about it. But it's you've a, got to follow through now, haven't you? Well, this is it, and it's a massive Bioware RPG. I'm not gonna <laughs> fucking. You got the time? Not gonna finish that. Oh yeah, I'll just play this massive RPG from fucking twenty years ago. That's never gonna happen. But but I'll yeah, but I'll at some point I'll see it and be like, oh yeah, I should buy that. It'd be really cool to play that actually, and then never touch it. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it's like one other thing I I get about this is uh, I want to um, buy the big game of the week, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, to talk about on the show because yeah. Maybe like one of you are getting it, or it's just like a big game. I feel like, as I said, what I want to cover. But then I'm like, well, there's a big game next week as well. And so, yeah. so often I'm like, okay, well, I've I play the game for the episode, and I just don't go back to it because <laughs> I'm on the treadmill, and I've got like the next game to play yeah. for next week. Yeah. So like, my perfect game would be like a game which I can buy on the Friday, get it finished by the Monday for the pod, and then just move on to the next one. Mm. But when I when I don't have time or get busy or the game is longer than I don't know eight hours, I'm like oh well now I'm suddenly like I'm backing up with other games <laughs> I had started for the pod talked about for twenty minutes and then yeah it's and also, then forced help to go back to. I'm still working through all that. I mean, so much stuff got released in March this year, where mm. it's just ridiculous, like just how much stuff there is, and it's this. I mean. It's going to be the same next year, isn't it? It's going to be March again, where everything's going to get worse released next year. Yeah, next yeah. year it's going to be absolutely wild. I mean, yeah. well, there's a lot of things. I'm on. I mean, on the, obviously Starfield. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, I'm generally aware of things being delayed too early next year, but I couldn't name more than like two of them. Um, so yeah, I know what you mean. Well, yeah, I mean, I um, guess I like, got off the top of my head. We've got like we've got Final Fantasy Rebirth. We've got Breath of the Wild Two. We've got um, we've got Starfield. I'm sure there's a bunch of others. Yeah. I mean, I know there's a bunch of others because loads, <laughs> loads of games got delayed from this year to next year. Yeah. Um, yeah so next year's going to be another banger year. But yeah, man. Maybe, maybe they're all dropping March again. <laughs> I mean, I hope not because that doesn't make any sense for anyone, does it? No. But, but we'll I, I, I still need to go back to World of Ring. Bloody hell. Yeah. Once, I mean, once Sonic Frontiers come out, all, all bits are off. <laughs> good point. <laughs> now, is, what, you, what year is that? This year or next year? <laughs> Supposedly this year, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh okay. Well, unless, <laughs> unless that petition from the fans to get the uh, development time extended wins. Um, What's the second question? What do mm. you regret doing the most as a direct result of being a TCGS member? Mm. Um, I mean, there's at least one thing every week I do on this podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, same here. So no <laughs> really? one. I mean, I, 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 I know, like a, a bit of self doubt is is healthy, but I. I don't come away every week thinking, oh man, Matt and James fucked up again. <laughs> it's just not a I'm thing. I'm sure you wouldn't. I but I'm like, for fuck's sake. Well, that's, that's what I do, Sean. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> we've got enough of that for ourselves. <laughs> don't need you thinking it as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've mentioned this before, but like, I probably wouldn't have like a good PC if it wasn't for doing the show. I wouldn't call it a regret. But it's definitely a thing that is only in my life because of doing the show and like the streams and stuff, which I do enjoy. It's not like a, you know, I don't, it doesn't feel like a huge imposition or anything. Like a, you know, like like Matt and I both sort of enjoy like prattling on yeah, about streaming tech and stuff. Um, but I I could not justify its its presence or its cost um, if it wasn't for for doing that stuff. Um, like because I, I do want a Steam Deck, but I. It's ridiculous to buy a Steam Deck when I've already got. Yeah, a good I've been PC, thinking you know? about it recently, and I had the email to buy one, but did um, you? It came a while ago when I was like 
there was stag do's and weddings and all sorts to pay mm. for and it just was not a good time and also I thought yeah. how am I really going to be doing that but then you know more people got them now and they're like oh I'm playing Neon White on Steam Deck or I'm playing all these amazing Steam yeah. Fest demos on Steam Deck I'm like yeah mm. I, I probably shouldn't it's silly it is silly Steam Deck is and silly even if I wanted one now I could get one so that that's probably for the best is that how it really? works you, you missed your spot in the queue is that yeah, gone now. so now I'll have to like rejoin a queue and or just get one on eBay and they're obviously incredibly expensive. So yeah. actually, you know, that's saving me from myself. So probably probably, probably for the best. Thing. I don't want I don't, any I don't more have consoles. enough time to play the games I want to play on the consoles I already own. Am yeah. I really going to be buying another one? That's the thing. I don't, I don't want any more consoles. No, no more now. I mean, I've already got like <laughs> about 50 Switches. I don't want any more because it's just like, yeah. it, it, it is, it's just, I, it's not, oh, this is ridiculous, isn't it? Like saying you feel stressed because there's so many games coming out. <laughs> oh, but that's oh rid- I hate having so many expensive exactly. it's, luxury it's consumer in, electronics. It's insane, isn't it, saying that? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any mean. sense. But it's just, yeah, I, I like to try and limit it so there's not so much stuff. Well, it's that, yeah, it's that, you know, the things you own end up owning you thing, isn't it? It's mm. when you, you get so into a, a hobby or, or whatever that actually you realise it just at times begins to feel like an obligation if you're not careful because work doesn't um, it? which is not good yeah but i mean i think i think we we do pretty well with this show not um you know not like killing ourselves mate like obviously we try and play new stuff every week but there are weeks where we just haven't and that's fine um yeah. but yeah um, but you saying you know what you probably wouldn't have done it without a podcast i think mm. i probably would still have the same stuff if it wasn't podcasting because that's really? just in my nature well because you yeah because you sort of inherently love tech more than yeah. possibly the rest of us right so I, I probably would just do whatever it took to get the same <laughs> setup even if i mean i'm not streaming now and i haven't streamed for ages but mm. i've still got all this stuff primarily bought for streaming but also mm. it's just fun to do it all and get it all and i don't know i'll probably still be the same even if i was not podcasting yeah and like you know i've said before uh, like yeah you know i have all this stuff for the show but like it's not like i didn't relish having the excuse you know like i'm <laughs> Like it's, I do enjoy. All yeah, but this plus, stuff. how you know you are actually killing with your kind of work Zoom meetings now. Well, I mean, yes, but it's annoying because the organisation I work for, which I cannot discuss because it's top secret. Um, most people are a little bit older, and they all just use their laptops with their you know webcams that they have, they've never even cleaned the lens on it, and and they all look pretty bad. And then I show up to a Teams meeting like with my full streaming kit because I, I might yeah. as well that's all here right so I just you know a few usb wires into the work laptop and away we go and yeah and it's just like even though they all know what the deal is and they know that i do a podcast every team's meeting you can guarantee someone will be like oh oh you look like you're, you're, you're on, the on the radio yeah yeah, yeah i get that all the time oh Sean. my god and all you actually work for you know a, a tech company like a <laughs> yeah well if we're meeting with other people i mean like yeah. not from oh, is it, members oh, is it right this is like external team, no, because, partners because right, they know yeah, what yeah. no they am but it's like mm. if you have a call with obviously anyone external oh mm-hmm. is that you on the radio or yeah. Yeah. Like, well, what, are, you, are you a youtuber like, no i just i just do a podcast let's move on <laughs> and it's always when you say to people who don't you know who aren't sort of in our our world when you say you do a podcast there's the, like there's that you know you know that all they're hearing is like oh you've got like a little hobby it's got 10 listeners like that must be nice for you and you and yeah. it's not it's not like we earn a living doing this but you want to be like no actually actually we do quite well on on patreon thank you 
<laughs> yeah, but, there's but no... please, please go. And if you've got Amazon Prime, you've got Twitch Prime. It's true. Gaming. It's true. Um, um, but yeah, yeah if you can't... I try and just not mention it and move on. Yeah. There's no point sort of getting into that stuff without sounding like you can't do it without sounding weird. Absolutely. <laughs> I just don't say, never say anything. It's, do you know yeah. what? I, I, nope. I, I'm selective about who I tell up at work about it. Uh, I'm less bothered now than I used to be because I think they all know I'm a nerd. There's no no hiding that at this point. So, But how do you, how does that come up in conversation? Uh, literally just when, like, well, so there's been a couple of things. So, yeah, so obviously there's the way I look in, in Teams meetings and stuff. And I've got, you know, they can see that I've got the whole setup and everything. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, I... I shot a load of video stuff for work um, and like recorded recorded a bunch of stuff like interviews and stuff. Um, and it was, I was like saying to people like, okay, so this is what I want to do. Um, like I want to go out, do all these interviews. Like, you know, I think it'll be really useful. And there's, there was this kind of sense that everyone was like, oh, right. Why, you know, why, well, that's not your job. Why would you possibly suggest that you could yeah, do how that how do you know about this exactly so, sure. so then i'd sort of dig into be like right okay so i do actually do a podcast and like you know i do live video stuff and it's it's not a living but it's semi-professional and you know um so yeah without sort of giving anyone enough to actually go and find any of it um i'd sort of explain that it's kind of a thing i do on the side um so yeah one of the things you said sean i think mm-hmm. it helped me a lot coming to terms with all this as well as that kind of thing of like how what we do is kind of impenetrable to people that don't really you know, that yeah. don't know this at all and so yeah. it's you know which is that always makes me feel better yeah they literally <laughs> wouldn't understand it it's fine yeah. well, James I knew um, I know you didn't mention it previously when you were kind of like teaching for obvious reasons but you still don't mention it now no well it, it, doubly so now it wouldn't, wouldn't no one would care it's it's, it's mostly because no one will care. <laughs> so it's okay, like, so it's, yeah. it's not a yeah. So it's not a, an issue of like one of your students coming up to you and going, "Oh, I listen no. to a podcast." It's just no. I just you're, you're in a a place now where just no one would be bothered. And I, I I like to keep you know I don't know I just you know I just don't really want to talk about it. You know, it's just a different thing, isn't it? Right. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't want one of your coworkers to start using a thumbs up gif. Oh, in an imagine email. if you just walked or- into work one day and someone just did that at you. That's a nightmare <laughs> waiting to happen, isn't it? Yeah, on Teams. They're like, yeah. look at this. <laughs> oh. I might have said it as my background on Teams. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Lee Davis uh, says, Hey, gents, I'm coming to the TCGS Con in Sheffield, and it's the first time I've been to an event like this. I'm wondering if there are any social etiquette things I should be aware of. I'll add that I'm coming on my own. I think there are some people I follow on Twitter that will be there, so there might be some faces I recognise. Basically, I don't want to put my foot in it by being over familiar with people like that. I uh, yeah, with people that I don't know and come away cringing so hard I turn inside out. I am genuinely looking forward to it, though. <laughs> um, I mean, off the top of my head, I mean, I think as long as you're aware of like not being over familiar with people, I think you'll be fine. Um, oh, Matt, are you going to do the the name badge thing? Yeah, so I've ordered um, 250, like, hello, my name is stickers, and we'll get a bunch of Sharpies Mm -hmm. uh, to make it a little bit easier for people. You know, we're all meeting loads of people we don't know or Mm -hmm. have maybe spoken to every day on Twitter or Discord but never actually kind of met in real life. So it's a way to break down some barriers, make make people feel a bit more comfortable. So there'll be name badges. Um, I mean, I guess we could have it like, the Laser Quest section, but definitely they'll be there for the live show and kind of meet afterwards. So... 
take a sticker, write your name down, and it's like, oh, look, it's, it's you from Discord. And that, that yep. in itself should help break down some barriers. Yeah, I'll totally tell you well. what, tonight, well, Matthew, I'm going to be Colin Ross Wilson. That's what's... <laughs> oh, there's going to be a lot of them. There's going to be a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of Colin Ross Wilson. Don't, like don't ruin it, James. I am Come on. <laughs> Everyone claiming to be Colin Ross Wilson. Yeah, so like, yeah, because obviously <laughs> don't, you, know, you put that. that name badge on. Feel free to put your real name on it, but if you want to stick, uh, you know, your Twitter handle or Discord name or whatever, if if that's what people are going to know you by, that's that's not weird. That's absolutely yeah. fine. And, and that would be great for everyone. I mean, like, yeah, you, like uh, you know, obviously we've done a bunch of these um, kind of live shows at EGX and Resd, and we've done like meets afterwards, and um, you know, me seeing like, oh no, it's, it's you, you know, I see you all the time in Discord or yeah, yeah. Twitter or Twitch chat. It's like, that's helpful for everyone. Not, you know. Yeah, 100%. So um, not just not just us, not just other, other people coming, but and yeah, everyone. And in terms of going on your own, there's a bunch of people going on their own uh, and loads of people have gone, gone on their own to, again, other previous shows we've done or other meets mm-hmm. and then met people and they've met the same people again and again over the years and become firm friends. So don't be anxious about that. I know it's kind of natural to feel anxious if you're coming on your own, but there'll be loads of people in the same boat and uh, everyone will have their name badges and it'll be a bloody good time because every time we've done this, we've had a great time, you know, whether it's a live show or kind of after show kind of meet or drinks or whatever. And this time there'll be kind of consoles to play and all sorts of stuff. And then we've got, obviously before that, we've got Laser Quest and there's like indoor mini golf, there's like escape rooms. So plenty of kind of things to, you know, yeah, man. Uh, break the ice and I think I've, like I've, it's gonna be an amazing time. Can't wait. Always like like you say, sort of the after show drinks. Um, like I always like beforehand, I always think like, oh, we should. I mean, this is gonna sound like I'm fully up myself, but um, like you, beforehand, I always think like, oh, you know, we, like we should probably like make sure that we sort of go around the room and like talk to everyone as if you know, like I'm a fucking MP or something at a dinner. Um, but then the reality of it is like, oh no, everyone's kind of settled. Everyone's chatting with each other. No one's like expecting me to go around and like do the rounds and talk to them. Like everyone's just having a nice time. Um, yeah. So I imagine it'll be much I the know, same. I, I've like come on, I've flip-flopped on that. Well, it's different this time because there's 150 people. It's not like before yeah. where, like, I was 30 people, 50 people, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. But like in, you know, some years I like kind of gone around everywhere and I felt great. Other years I've, uh, I've, you know, had one conversation that's lasted ages or mm-hmm. just, I don't know. And but I've always felt better if I have just gone round. But then even like I have to go round on my hi, I'm I'm Matt. I don't know. Yeah. I feel awkward doing that. Well, you won't that. have to do that because you'll have your name back. <laughs> you got your name tag. I guess on. no. Yeah. 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 I'm like, yeah. hey, it's me. I'm me. And then you know. But no, I, I, I'll. But with 150 people, it's gonna be a lot of mingling. That's gonna, be, that's mingling. gonna be really weird. I mean, I know. I mean, and just to be clear, so we've got the bar until 3 a.m. Is that correct? Yes, that's when the venue closes. If I, we decide to go on that late, well, I was going to say I, I'm going to be in bed well before that, and like not <laughs> what, half two, because <laughs> I like I mean I won't be like I can stay up till three in the morning. That's not a problem. I just my my social batteries will have run out well before then. I'll just be like I just won't be any like you'll be getting no conversation out of me by three a.m. <laughs> so I'll, yeah, for me it could go either way. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll we'll play it by ear on the day. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry about being over familiar. I'm sure everyone will be kind of anxious and, you yeah, know, uh, the, the, but everyone's just there to have a good time and meet good like-minded people as we all are. So it'll be, it'll be good. Yeah. Everyone, you know, I'll say it to myself, you know, try and relax, just try and enjoy it. I'm sure it'll be amazing. So yeah, I'll say that to you as well. James, we'll have to figure out, are we going to, are we going to be happy going back to the hotel separately or do we have to go together at the end of the night? I don't, I don't, know. Know, what the, don't know what the rules are. 
It depends on how many Jaeger bombs I've had. <laughs> I'm going to have to carry yeah, him back. Yeah, you might be carrying him back, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, holding I'll, his hair back. I'll airlift him with the drone. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, right, yeah, last please one. do that. <clears throat> Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCGS Coachella Headliners uh, on some podcasts, hosts are known to cheekily play Switch during recording sessions to avoid having to resort this to podcast, this. podcast, probably. yeah, yeah. Uh, to avoid having to resort to this while a co-host talks about a game, I propose going into your idle animation. What would be each of your idle animations? I know what mine would be. Yeah. It'd be me trying to put my glasses on. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'd and then that. failing and just putting uh, them back in your pocket. Yeah. That's my favourite thing about that gif, is that you don't sort of just sort of <laughs> misjudge it and then sort of laugh about it and then put them on. So you take a good, like, four seconds just kind of going like, ugh, what? <laughs> what this this hasn't worked. <laughs> <laughs> just processing it. Great, I love it. Mm. Um, oh, would mine be just busting out a yo-yo and doing one very mild trick and then putting it away again? I think that's probably it. That might be good. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, you can do like around the world. That'd be quite. That'll look quite good as well. That's true. That's and then land in your pocket and then just repeat that. Yeah. Move that. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Well, I mean, mine would be something pathetic, just like taking my phone out of my pocket, scrolling, putting it back in. Feeling a bit sad and stressed, putting it back in the <laughs> yeah. pocket again. Classic, classic phone activity. Repeat that. Yeah. yeah. That's it then. That was easy. I thought, I thought we were going to spend a while on that question, but that was, that was really straightforward. I mean, we, we could drag it out if you want. No, it's I all mean, right. No, we're good. We're good. Idle animation is even really popular thing these days. They're not so much anymore. It feels are they? like you don't really see them as much. No, um, I bet there's loads in that TMNT game. There, probably isn't there? is because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure the Scott Pilgrim game had them. Not, I mean that game was ten years ago. That's probably not anything to base it on. But yeah, um, could, could the social. No, like, I mean, there's definitely games like I know, like some first-person shooters. Like your character will just sort of fuck around with the gun and like inspect yeah, the around, gun. Yeah. That's a thing. But yeah, definitely not. I mean, they were definitely not at the you know the level of like Earthworm Jim two, where like Earthworm Jim will just pull a little man out of his pocket who kind of looks like Elvis, and the little man does a little dance on Jim's hand, and then he either puts him back in the pocket or he puts him down on the floor and he runs off. No, we're not at that level anymore. No, are we? we're just not. It's a shame. Yeah, uh, James, I've just realised you didn't talk about Stanley Parable this week. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> I didn't I completely forgot. Um, which is crazy because <laughs> it's really, really it was left brilliant. A mark on you, isn't it? It's really... Yeah, no, it was it was brilliant, and I completely yeah. forgot to talk about it. But I'll talk about it next week, maybe. Because right, um, yeah, it was I great. Because uh, I watched, I had the stream on while I was working today, and I got, I got through about half of it. And do intend <laughs> to watch the rest. Um, it's really funny because obviously, with that being a sort of re-release, uh, well, it's not re-release. It is like a remake, isn't it? And it's but it's got new stuff in it. Um, and obviously, watching your playthrough of it, I'm seeing stuff that I don't recognize but i don't know if it's new stuff or just because of the nature of the game is it just stuff that i didn't find mm-hmm. back when i played it so I, I might have to get it and replay it i don't know I we'll see. it's it's yeah I, I had a really good time with it it was uh very very interesting yeah, and, when i saw james had played it, i was like oh maybe i could buy that as well and talk about that before <laughs> you know play that quickly we could talk about that on the show but then i'd focus on neil white instead i but, mean yeah that would be a relatively quick play. one to tick off um like, I mean, if you want to see every single ending, probably take you a fair while, but you can definitely, 
come away from it feeling satisfied and having thoughts on it in in a few hours mm. i would say because you got through the whole thing in your two-hour stream right james well no not really i mean oh. I, I did a, i did a couple of endings but not all of them by any stretch of the imagination it's mm-hmm. there's a lot more though i i went came out of it feeling i could have played for significantly longer you know and uh-huh. seen a lot more but that some of the stuff that i know i since now know has been added is very good and very yeah. funny as well cool particularly the review stuff it's uh that's very great yeah. nice should we do the socials yes so tcgscon is less than two weeks away oh my god um if you want to get the last few remaining tickets go to tcgs.co slash tcgscon uh there'll be as I, as I said laser quest there'll be indoor mini golf there'll be there'll be a, a live show drinks meet or you know you name it it's, it's gonna be awesome so that's in less than two weeks uh pride merch is on sale uh until the end of june all proceeds are going to mermaids go to tcgs.co slash uh, store to look at a bunch of our awesome kind of uh, pride related merch over there stream wise uh, Thursday see your friends with Sean but who's the friend this week Sean I don't know basically what's happening is I'm not going to say who it is but there's someone I've been trying to get on and they've, there's been reasons every week why they're not able to make it and I'm getting the hint now so I'm not going to uh, ask them again <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, probably Chris and hopefully Cammy as well. Uh I haven't I haven't gone out of my way to invite anyone new. But I really like doing it with Chris and Cammy. It's been really nice. I was gonna say you don't need to be different so, friends every week. Yeah, then. I feel like I sort of shouldn't have set that up as the <laughs> the whole sort of conceit. because <laughs> um, it's it's yeah, it's been really nice just doing it with Chris and Cammy, but I will see. It probably will just be them, but yeah. Nice. Uh, that is Thursday, but on Friday, James is streaming something completely new. Oh, James now. is streaming the quarry. I'm oh not. My God. Now what? No, what? no, no. Okay, now let me let me explain why I'm not going to do that this week. <laughs> this this is like a mul- this is probably going to be a multi-part series because yeah. of the fact that it's I like hope it is, you know. Yeah. And the thing is, is I I thought if I start this Friday, next mm. Friday we're not going to be here. Like, and so it will kind of get uh. lost. And then I'd like to start it so that it's like, you know, weeks in a row, if you sort of mean, you know, to mm-hmm. go through it. Okay. So that makes what sense. I'm going to do instead this Friday, yeah. which I've just thought of as yeah. we were talking about this, yeah. I'm going to do Mega Drive until I die. <laughs> so oh my God. What this, what this means is, you know, the stuff that's on the Switch that's like the, the terrible Mega Drive collection that they've got yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, you know, with the thing. Mm. I'm just going to play each of those games until I die. <laughs> Um, you know, because I don't know I, some of those I've never played, and so I don't even know what they are. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to stick it on and just yeah, just play each one one after the other and see right. how far I get in each one. Cool, superb. Uh, they're both on Twitch.tv/tcgsco or just search for TCGS in the app or online. If you've got Amazon Prime, you've got Twitch Prime Gaming. Connect your Amazon account with a Twitch account. That means you've got a Twitch Prime account. With they get one free sub a month, and we have massively appreciated all your subs over like the last like few days with Summer Game Fest. And uh, if you want to continue doing that, then go over to our account and uh, our page and do that. We really, really appreciate it. We do. Uh, back on streaming though, uh, this Sunday, uh, if you're a patron supporter at the eight pound fifty and above tier, we're starting the TCGS. Sorry, TCGS Le Tournoir. Is, is that the official name, or is it, or is it Le TCGS? To- I mean, we could just call it Le Tournoir. It's no, it's 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 Letitia Just Tournoi. Okay, fine. okay, it's Letitia Just Tournoi. That is, yeah, it's a live stream for patrons on on YouTube. Uh, there we post out in the week with information on how you can watch that. But essentially, it's a that is a a multi part tournament. This week, uh, we're all playing Switch Sports. 
And James is going to work out how we earn on the, prior, on the, points. Yeah. And it's going to be, yeah. like be fine. It's going to um, make the sense. The Patreon bonus be show. Fine. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely <laughs> fine. I no problems whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, the Patreon bonus show is out for later this week as well uh, for 4 by 15 above patrons. Uh, we're on Patreon. I've just mentioned. Uh, TC Jesco is the website for links to the store. TC Jesco, socials, podcasts, you name it. Amazing. Thank you so much for letting us be natural. Um, hopefully we're all back next week. Fingers crossed. If if the week l- before the live show. Oh my god, that's terrifying. How is it so soon? I know. Sneaked up, doesn't it? That's less than ten weeks away. It really has. Um, no, I am looking forward to it. It's going to be good. It's going to be exhausting. It's going to be good. Um, yeah, I'm going down there next week for uh, for oh, yeah. recce for final kind of you know the recon and uh, look forward to it. Yeah, man. Cool. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Watch the streams and stuff. They're good. Sorry, I'm quite They're tired. Great. Can you tell? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, Just everyone. Push through. We can do it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>